MCU crew. Ah, the song started playing. Jesus Christ, that scared me. <laughs> you guys didn't hear anything, but my nope, <laughs> nothing. Nope. Winamp, we never uh, hear the song. Well, what happened was Winamp was set to random instead of end. So when the song ended, it just went to another song. And what did it play? It had uh, it, ha- it played bad computer riddle. If you want to Ooh. know that it, it played this, Jesse Cox, it, it made this. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. okay. I love that. That's why I was so scared for a second. Cause it just came out, of yeah, came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> Anyways. Hello. Hi. Uh, Jesse Cox hello. informed us before the show that he is caffeinated out of his mind. Out of his gourd. He's tripping, guys. He's freaking tripping. Yeah, he's tripping. They balls put a little right too now. much caffeine in my drink. And here's the thing I'm sore. <laughs> is, that, is that how the kids? Did you uh, say I'm, I'm sorry, or did you say I'm sore? I'm sore, Jerry. I'm sore. He's sore. Yeah. Oh, sore. Like, cr- I thought he sore. said I'm Sora. So, I was like, Bronze. not Kingdom I'm Hearts. So, my name not is Sora. Again. In, in the 90s, My name is Sora, Bronze. a.k.a. Roxas. <laughs> and I... Oh, we're going Kingdom Hearts. No! Okay. Not of Kingdom Hearts. Am I, am I Donald then? If you're Sora, am I Donald? No. Bronze is Donald. You are 100% goofy. Fuck, man. Goofy. Oh, yeah. Really? I have no. Donald energy. Yeah, I'd rather. Can I be Aqua instead of Goofy? Um, sure. I don't. I don't know who Aqua is, but uh, yeah, she's sure. the coolest character in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't believe that. <laughs> I have full cosplay. Just Jesse Cox. Google it me JP Aqua cosplay. No, I'm all right. I'm not. I'm fine. You'll see it. It's me. No, I'm good. It's me. No, I'm fine. No, I'm not gonna. I I'm not gonna that, do that. Let's see if that works. Does that work? No, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, yes, it does. I'm the first image there. Uh, that's uh, Jesus. I don't even want to look at that. No, no, <sighs> it's just uh, me, you, and bronze in a sailor outfit with no pants. That's what it is. Oh, because she's Donald. Because Donald Duck. You signed up yeah. for this bronze. That's yeah. You signed up for it. You said I'm Donald Duck. Yeah. Now you're Donald Duck in it. You're Donald <laughs> Duck. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Good news. Time for me to finally you can cast blow up Flair, on which is pretty impressive. He's comfortable. So, yeah. finally for me. To You're the most powerful wizard in the world. Going to be the bottomless wizard. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is my Joker moment. Very strong. Very strong. <laughs> that's I don't know what a, that's the a cut to what about. we were talking about before the stream. Yes. That's going to be my new phrase now. This is my Joker moment. There you go. This is my Joker moment. That works. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh guys there's no news right now there it's another slow week in the news world uh rumors as always nothing very interesting uh echo is finished filming so that's a thing they're they're done with that show i don't know what they filmed because i don't know what that show is but hey it's they're done so that's that's coming up 
and what a year are we a year out from echo what is that true they filmed it and they're like see you in 2023 crazy yeah that's 2023 Post on that show done. must be huh yeah joining cox Unless and echo or stuff. vincent d'onofrio charlie cox zan mclaren is william lopez devery jacobs as uh julie graham green chasky spencer tantu cardinal and cody lightning that's not his real name have also been cast in the series in currently unknown roles who the fuck is cody lightning i have to figure this out is he like a wrestler lightning sounds like a native last name he is a cree actor c-r-e-e from edmonton alberta canada then that i assume is his last name yeah he is the son yeah. of georgina that was lightning my first thought when i heard it yeah and brother they of always... william lightning and crystal lightning yeah i always think like every time i hear like a really badass last name i'm like they must be native yeah yeah like every time i hear like thundercaller or my favorite one of my friends served in the army with someone whose last name was white killer and I was like, how do you, I want to know oh, how you get shit. that last name. I mean, if it's anything like the last name Smith or Baker, I imagine it has something to do with right, the family. Jesse? I'm like, wow, <laughs> what a fucking badass last name. Pretty you know what I mean? We get the last name White Killer. And uh, here's last the name's best Cox, part. So like, her, it's true. Her like station was specialist. I, I forget what the rank. I'm so specialist sorry. White killer. Get the her name was her on her name tape. It said specialist white killer. Man. I was like, yo, that's, that's so cool. White killer, I wish I was specialist fought. white killer. That's wild. Specialist white killer is in one of the Metal Gear Solid games. Like, for sure. 100%. Uh, I agree. I agree. I think that's that dude yeah. fought yeah. Snake for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In God one damn of it. Hideo Kojima really do just be naming people like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he really do. He knew your friend, though. Yeah. Yes. It was, it, he didn't make him. it up. He, he was inspired. Yeah. yeah. And he said, Snake Eater. Yeah. Because right. Snake going to be eaten. Just like White Killer, Snake Eater. Yeah. Yep. It was. It yep. was. Him and Die Hard Man. I can't believe that's a character. Die Hard Man. That's that's a real. I can't believe you named a guy Die Hard Man. That's not even an old reference. That was in his last game. It was it was the most recent. (laughs) Die Hard Man. Was that guy's name? Dead Man. Doesn't he have somebody named Dead Man? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love about that though? It's almost like we deserve it because of all of the people here that will name themselves some japanese name because they think it's like cool or exotic and they don't even know what it means you know i mean you're talking to sora all the time on the yeah on my sora yeah right jesse we got sora over there like we'll like name very mundane things like foreign names and then there when you translate them it doesn't like like nur, nur Ron, just you're, you're calling out oh. how i make every D character i've ever made by just <laughs> looking up but then you can't be mad when a japanese speaker says die hard man i bet you oh, i'm not mad i <laughs> love it i fucking love it yeah <laughs> i think you it's can. great yeah i you can't, I, you up, can't... I love persona 5's music it's yes. like my favorite music ever also a great game but the lyrics are almost nonsensical. Oh, they don't make any and sense, yeah. When I was looking into it, they said that they did the lyrics in English because they didn't want players to be too distracted by it. 
or get tired of it because it plays constantly throughout the game. So they just chose English. And so the lyrics are just kind of there. Yeah. And for them, it's just background noise. And you know what? My thought, I was like, work. We deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we English is, speakers be doing this shit all the time. Like where we're like, oh, it's one of my most nice. used buttons, bronze. Oh, it's muted. Hold on. Hold on. Now that was a bad setup. I think you guys are hearing it. But check yeah, it. Yeah, the- there you go. Best, yeah. Best soundtrack of all time. In my head, I do. That's when when I'm when I'm lying in bed asleep and my eyes jolt open. That's the song that plays. Every every song in that game is a banger. Oh, they're great. Yeah. I think I think I want to say I ordered a vinyl for Persona 5 and it just has not shipped yet. That sound that sounds like every video game anything ever. Yeah. Where it's I was like say, pre-order now, you'll like get it in 2045. Yeah. Yeah. I got my Death Stranding figure, but I pre-ordered it so long ago that I definitely like when it arrived, I was like, I realize I like it was literally That's, like a year later. That also happens with statues with me. Uh, like I had a statue yeah. show up last week. I've got another one that just shipped out today. Don't remember ordering it. It's, yeah, it'll I, be uh, such a, a long time. You know, I've got a 27 inch statue, height wise, coming my way this week. I don't know where the fuck it's gonna go. <laughs> the Aloy statue that I got when Horizon Zero Dropped. Dawn released arrived after Forbidden West came out. <laughs> that's just, I mean, like that's crazy to me. That's how it goes. But here we are. Yeah, here we are. That's how it goes. It's a really cute figure, though. I love the Nendoroids because they're like super chibi and baby looking. Oh, you got like the Nendoroid version right. of. I got the Nendoroid version. Isn't that BB? Sam Bridges. Because... Yeah, oh. and it has BB. And the reason I, I got it is because I already have, oh, wait, I have Solid Snake. Because like I have BB. the chibi Solid Snake yeah. that's like super. He's like super serious, but he like looks like a baby. Yeah. And then I, of course, needed the Sam Bridges one. So As now I have, like, all the Kojima Nendoroids that are, like, all super cutesy and they're all, like, next to each other. Yeah. I forgot the main Pretty character's great. name was Sam Bridges and he works for Bridges and he builds Bridges. Yeah. Listen, it's really deep, Jesse. It's not that deep. No, I, look, I completely agree. Did you finish that, that game, Jesse? That if you actually look at what Kojima made for Death Stranding, it is an incredibly deep game and a critique of online internet culture and yes! society and like, it is brilliant but with that said this is the man that also makes games where like a dude summons a fire whale to attack yeah. you at a hospital like fuck like kojima's a crazy person yeah. here for it completely he here for it i do not care i think some of his stuff is super deep other stuff is just shit he likes or a movie that he likes and people read yeah, into it like way too far yeah um but the cool thing that i've always like loved his people acted like he was unhinged when he talked about death stranding at e3 because he was talking about sticks and ropes and how the stick was the first tool that man ever made and it's only used to push you away from other people but he was more interested in like ropes and strands because that was like the second tool man ever made and it brings you closer to people sure and people were sitting here like He's crazy. Oh, my God. Kojima's, like, insane. What does that even mean? I was like, oh, my God. You, y'all you can't be this fucking stupid. <laughs> like, he wants to it make a game that's means. not centered on, like, competing with other people in a world where, like, every single game is, like, a competitive shooter, but a world where you're collaborating to bring the world closer together. Yeah. And I will say that was the most magic part 
of Death Stranding is like starting progress on a highway or a bridge, that coming back an hour part, later, yeah. and seeing other people and like going from this harsh, you know, climate or I guess like environment that's difficult to traverse and finding like a rope or a bridge left behind by someone else to make it easier for you. That's beautiful commentary on life. Like just because you struggle doesn't mean everyone else after you has to struggle. You can leave them a yeah. little rope or a little ladder he or was, a little bridge. Kojima was just trying to get Biden. Here. He was just trying to get Biden to forgive those loans. You know, that's that was the message. All was, but it was such a beautiful commentary. And when that was the first time, I was like, I think I'm at odds with the internet because when people were like, "It's a UPS simulator," I was like, I don't think. Both I things can be true. It is a UPS. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I agree with both. I think <laughs> yeah, it's a brilliant it's game, yeah. but I have the hardest time recommending it to people because I know most people would hate what you yeah, do. That's true. Like, what you're doing that's is true. pretty same thing. But I will say, I mean, like the villain is literally a dude who spent all of his time alone and cut off himself from the rest of society and he turned out to be a piece of shit. True. Like that is yes. a commentary if I've ever seen one about like staying yeah. at home and like not making like the and he whole went game on to is a commentary make some nfts as well i mean he was a true villain was just an <laughs> yeah, absolute villain. proper villain yeah i don't know it's it's a Meanwhile, fantastic game it's it brilliant but it's like also what repetitive. sam could be right because Absolutely. they're kind they're the of same person yeah yeah because he starts out being like i'm not really into people and then you see how he grows through connection while this other person regresses by cutting themselves off from everyone Again, the whole game is is literally about social media and the like. You give likes to people building shit. Like it is, <laughs> everything about it is a commentary. But it's also hard to be like you got to play this thing because after sixty hours of delivering packages, it's really gonna hit home. It's like tough to do. It's really mm -hmm. tough to do. I guess but it's brilliant. Home. Yeah, he's got a new podcast by the way. It's sponsored Could by you know? Spotify. Yeah, yeah, comes out on September eighth. It was announced at Gamescom. It was a really fucking if weird is, announcement. If it is anything like David Lynch's Twitter account, <laughs> I don't know if you follow that shit. It that's is wild, incredible. Yeah. It's the most mundane, boring shit, though, that he tweets. But, but it that's is like, David Lynch in a nutshell. The fact that he, for people for a month, were like, why does he keep drawing seven from his jar of balls? Why does he keep picking the number seven? What's that? Like, that kind of stuff? That's what I want from Kojima. I want him to like do a podcast that seems really mundane, but everyone's like, "What the shit is happening?" And what is he? What is? I this? think Jeff is like hosting it or or in some parts of the uh, the podcast as well. So it'll probably be all right. On, so it's a real podcast. Be in English? Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be in English, or he's gonna have a translator there or something. I'm not sure how it's gonna work. Oh, to be honest. I hope he has a translator, just because like I feel like you never get to express yourself as openly in your second language as like a polyglot that, like it's really hard sure to like i hope that jeff keely speaks that gear japanese say what you mean <laughs> that would be novel <laughs> that would be, great. be novel that'd be great that'd but be great. i feel like we need more translators even at e3 i feel so bad for people because they're like up there trying to sell their game and you can tell they're so passionate but there's like that barrier that language barrier just get uh, and mm -hmm. i commend them trying because i like most people like you don't go on a stage in front of like potentially millions of viewers who are going to watch that content and speak in a language you're not completely fluent in. It takes a lot of guts, so I commend the effort, but yeah. I also feel bad because you know it's why it's yeah, so I was watching staged. PC gaming show last year, 
And like, yeah, seeing like Eastern European dudes that are like struggling to talk about why their game is cool. I'm always like, oh, I wish (laughs) I wish they had like someone there to help you, you know, just get Amy from Final Fantasy team. And then everything. Amy is a stone cold. The Final Fantasy team, their translators, bless their sweethearts. They're so good. God tier. They're so good. Yeah. The Nintendo Direct translations are kind of seem dope, too. I feel like they contextualize. Yeah. 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 But that's yeah, also, yeah. again, it's incredibly pre-planned, which is why, like, the best translated things at big conventions and shows are the ones where they have a lot of planning in advance. But yes. on the flip side, it seems a little, like, canned and corporate so everyone's like, Bleh. but, like, <laughs> you know, it's the best we can do unless you're suddenly going to yeah. learn a second language, America. Yeah. Translation is an art, too. Tran- translation is super difficult. Because oh, it's yeah. not a Nightmare. one-to-one crossover. Otherwise, Google Translate would be really easy. But even when I translate stuff from like Punjabi or Hindi to English, it's really, really hard because you have to find the closest American or English equivalent. It, you can't just say things the way they are. Yeah. And like my one example of this is like in Punjabi, we have a phrase that's like, like after you're done crying, they'll say like, oh, dil halka ho gaya, which is like, oh, my heart is lighter now. And sometimes this gets like mistranslated into lighthearted. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's mm. someone like taking grief off their heart or like unburdening right. weight off your shoulders. Yes. Yes. Like because they were sad and they cried and they're talking about that release post cry. We do have a word for that in English cathartic, but people mistranslate that all the time because the direct translation is, oh, you're, you're lighthearted. And it's like, no, it's, it's the catharsis of like crying right. when you're sad, how that gives you that relief. But trying to find cultural equivalents sometimes is really hard. That's tough, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, so look, you have to have a we... deep understanding of both languages to really find like the, because people will use the canned response of like, Americans don't even have a word for that, or English doesn't have a word for that. I'm like, no, English doesn't have a word for it, but they do have a phrase or a sentiment. And that's what you have to find when you translate. We literally, English has three versions of the word there. And we get that wrong (laughs) as English speakers. Yeah. So, like, I don't expect much from anyone. I'm like, look, you tried. That's all that matters to me. (laughs) Like, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Because I know we won't. Shit. We'll be like, what? Spanish? I'm not learning that. It's true. Yeah. I was reading an article by someone that was talking about the how the some of the translation in squid game completely changes the context of one of the characters and i found that to be very interesting well um and it was really you... small changes that like because she says to everyone oh you don't want me on your team because you think i'm stupid and with the actual like direct translation was oh you don't want me on your team because i didn't go to like fancy university like you it's because she's like poor and she's low class and then the tran- the person writing the article even gave this context of like even her accent and stuff like that is stuff that would be considered like trashy or low class and it gives a completely different layer to her character that's absent in the english version that's, that's i think people don't think about the translation team in media that much when really most of the time the best translated stuff turns out to be 
people taking source material and rewriting it. Yeah, like um, yeah. <clears throat> the best old video games that were translated from Japanese, the best ones are where a writer came in and told a similar story, but it wasn't one-to-one because the translation would have just been weird. And when you see the story, you're like, wow, that was great. But then you realize if you look at the Japanese version where you're like, it's a different entire different story. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's amazing, and sometimes it's terrible. And I will simply say again, the perfect example of a change that infuriates me: Final Fantasy 15, end of the game, all the boys sitting around, shit has gone down. In the American version, he's like, "Hey, thanks, guys." And in the Japanese version, he's like, "I love you guys." <laughs> Why can't that be in the American version? Oh, that's yeah. so infuriating. Oh, it makes me yeah. so mad. Yeah. Oh, Cultural context changes so much because different cultures also like different kinds of stories too. Mm-hmm. And I found it fascinating that when Neil Gaiman, I, I have one of Neil Gaiman's children's books about this little panda who has like a really powerful sneeze. It's like the greatest book ever, by the way. But he was basically talking about how, why his books don't do well in a lot of Asian countries. And I think it was someone at his publisher was like, well, because a lot of your stories are about disobedient children and people in Asian countries don't like that, you know, and it's right. not relatable to Asian children because uh, even on TV, like our shows are not about this kid that's constantly getting in trouble at school, like because Indian kids don't really want to watch that and their parents definitely don't want them to watch it. So he made a story about a panda that is not disobeying his parents. He just accidentally gets into trouble because he sneezes and then everything, you know, blows up every time he sneezes. And I thought that was so cute that instead of being like, oh, well, fuck Asia, he was like, okay, I'm fucking, I'm going to write a story for Asian kids. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Super cute. I think it's called Tuesday. You guys should check it out if you have children. It's really cute. Never heard of it. Might, might look into it. Uh, what is that? 22 minutes. Padded. Look at us. Podcast. Crushed it. Look at that. that was the intro. And the She-Hulk episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true we were one minute longer than the she hulk episode uh what's crazy is when i sat down two. i was like oh this one's like 30 some minutes it is like 10 minutes of credits yes <laughs> there's so many yeah. credits on this episode yeah no like, it's whoa yeah it absolutely is but hey those I 21 minutes were great scene, though yes it's great everything look i the think the show's great scene was fire i we, think yeah, this entire we, episode yeah. is great bronze are we are we on the same page she hulk is like pretty fucking good it's pretty good yes <laughs> is it yes good? i i think i like I think how you have length. to check with bronze because you're like jp's gonna like it <laughs> i just because like bronze had a look like bronze you had a look that was kind of like i'm about to roast these two boys which is usual i feel like that's, that's what happened yeah that's often. the show that's the, the but i had to check show. and i'll be real <laughs> yeah. with you i i absolutely love this show so far i agree i think it's great I think it's the like the it's short, but I think that's the perfect length for this. It is a hundred percent. It's so like I'm not upset when it's short in this. I'm like, oh, that was great. That was bite size. Uh, all the jokes landed. Mm-hmm. All the all everything else landed. I love the characters. I love everything that they're doing. Great. I'll see. You, I'll see you next week. I wasn't what's, like what's absolutely. I wasn't overwhelmed by anything. It was just it was great. What's absolutely yeah. crazy is this episode straight up is like gets fired gets rehired immediately goes to see a meal episode ends yeah. there's like a scene with her family but that's it it isn't like complicated it isn't like a ton of crazy shit happened it is what i wanted from miss marvel yes where it's like it's just a person living their life you don't have to be like on space and shit it is i was like yes 
Yes, we get to just hang out with the characters. We get to. There is no reason the Emil scene needed to be one half. It's one half of the episode. It is half the episode's runtime, and I don't give a shit. It's great. It's him just being like, I thought I was doing my job. I was like trying to stop a monster. I wrote some haikus. Like that shit. I was like, this is brilliant. This is so good. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I love the fact they also just, they have uh, reverence for everything that has come before the show to just mention it like slightly and then move the fuck on immediately. Like yeah. the yeah. fact that, that he was like, yeah, I was a completely different person back then. That's like the craziest nod I've ever seen in a Marvel film ever because the whole yeah. quite literally was a different actor different person. <laughs> in mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. And like, it's got, it's like a layered commentary on everything. Cause like mm-hmm. he's a different person in character. He's a different person literally in the show. Like whoever thought of that comment is 10 out of 10. That's like the actual, some of the best writing I've seen in the MCU in a very long time. It felt look, look, we got someone <laughs> in MCU canon. Some crazy guy who probably is the me of that universe is like, did anyone notice the damn man in the ocean? Thank God. At least someone said something, even though it's like not an answer and it doesn't. Mm. I'm so happy I saw that. I was like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. Even if we'll ne- we never get it, it's never addressed again. Yeah. I'll still be upset, but at least someone somewhere said something. I it, thought the other the tidbit was more interesting than the man in the ocean comment. Oh, the 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 guy with the, like the he's like metal claw man messes up bar or whatever it said. That's pretty. I mean, that's like that's pretty cool as well. If they introduced Wolverine through like Hulk, that's that's pretty fucking sick. Like that's comic book shit right there that's i'd love to see they have hulk history and, yeah no, they have a ton of history in the in the books I, I would love to see wolverine and hulk hanging out uh also i i i'm i'm so glad that uh that the like the little like stinger twist at the end was straight up just like the lawyer for emil blonsky hasn't responded to the fact that like this footage of him fighting in a club i was like they're doing this yeah they're it's actually great. T- it's continuity across the board yeah. Huge fan. Yeah. When shit actually is like, there is some continuity, it's beautiful. Well, and, and For me, as a lore nerd, I'm like, <gasps> they're doing it. They're doing it while telling a completely different story as well, which is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also, th- I think the next episode is going to start and Abomination is just going to be in a cell again. Because that's what happens after the fight is Wong and him are walking back into that exact cell. Yep. So I think that's how the next episode is going to start. And, and that's gonna why be like, Wong is going to be in the series, probably yeah. to be like, look, my bad. I got, I don't know if he's going to have a big role, but he's definitely going to be part of the reason. going to be a part of the court case. Part of the defense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Uh, I love yeah. every aspect about that. Um, I also think this showed more so than most other Marvel stuff, the side characters that get like two lines are some of the best moments in the entire show like uh pug when he walked in there <laughs> and handed him the gift basket and then told them what the best what this is the best bathroom to poop in yeah that shit cracked me up i was like that it's is great. truly the nicest thing a person could do for you it was incredible like, yes. this is the best bathroom to poop i was like that's a hero right there yeah yeah that yeah. pug was great 
the dad being like, hey, come help me in the garage real quick. And then he just wanted to check in on his daughter. Like, that was fucking awesome. That's can great. We, That's by the so way, can good. we talk about how the dad is, this is going to date me. I don't care. He's Larry from Perfect Strangers. Just putting that out there. Well, I, I love, if is. you don't, if you were not an 80s kid, if you weren't born in the 80s, you don't remember Perfect Strangers. But uh, for everyone else out there who does, I used to I watch know. that when I, uh, it was either I on Friday nights or it was on something. It was like late 80s TV show. I was a very small kid, but I remember it because it had Balky, Balky, whatever his name is. The, the the crazy guy maybe i do Love remember it. that i just don't remember the other because i remember yeah, Balky. yeah larry and Balky. Bal larry was the straight guy and Balky was the crazy one and, you know the comedy duo bit yeah great huge yeah. fan hmm. didn't know that Balky yeah, bartokamus um, yeah there, there you go thanks chat it's good. <laughs> it's, yeah i couldn't believe it i was like first off it ages you when you realize the dude that you remember being very young is now like 68 70 yeah, you're like wow elder man. years but hey it was nice seeing him I love that kind of stuff where they just are like, yeah, he's the dad and he's going to have like five lines and that's it. Yeah. Well, I thought, I thought her entire family, that entire family scene was great. Cause she was just like, God, I fucking hate every single one of you, <laughs> but I love every I love single one of you at the, the same time. <laughs> yeah. The Hulk, the normal Hulk, ex his extended family is insane. It's even funnier <laughs> to me. Yeah. The, the, was that, it's her brother, right? That works at Best Buy. That shit cracked me. No, I think it was the cousin. Was it a cousin? Okay. Because I think he said oh, cousin you're right. when yes, he was talking. Was Which, if that's a cousin, then is that, are those people related to Hulk? I don't know. Are those banners? <laughs> I don't know. I think Crazy. they're all banners in one way or the other. Somewhat. They, they at least bad. have the genes. Does that mean if like Hulk, <laughs> if they just want to create a family of Hulks, can they just, can that work? Technically, they could. I mean, yeah. that's although family that's a, so that's a what if scenario. I would love to see. That's so much better than the family of Hulks they did in the comic book. I remember you told us about, about say, that shit. I was about, I was was about to say it's fuck, bad right? in that book. Yeah, it's horrible. It's yeah. like the worst thing I've ever read in my life. And I would, but this <laughs> is this would be much better if they want to do that storyline. Let's have it be that everyone in the Banner family has a gene that allows them to metabolize gamma radi radiation. Yeah. And they all somehow get splashed with, you know, this blood instead of having it be uh, Jen is assaulted by Bruce and then they have inbred children. Yep. That are all country. Can't wait to see how Disney adapts that. Yeah. That was people. a real thing. They They're were all cannibals. like trailer park like oh like yeah stereotypes of like the, the south and rednecks like it was the first time i was like maybe you can be racist against white people <laughs> it's the first time i was like i would if i was white and i was reading this i'd be fucking offended i'd be like i'm fighting yeah because it well, was just like oh it. yeah they're all cousin fucking like and they the way they dress they got they're wearing like flannel and straw hats and they eat people and i was just like this is the most the hills have eyes. Oh yeah. Inbred. I don't even know. I hate that they did it. I'm just like, who greenlit this? I want to slap you. <laughs> I will say I would love if they do do something in the MCU with just hawking out of the family. I need to see the That'd best be a buy cousin. Episode. The Best Buy cousin as like a Hulk is like that would be ludicrous. I, would love that. I can't even imagine what he'd be like as a character. That whole it would be absurd. Everyone in that family as a Hulk would be absurd. I hope that's a what if episode. Yeah. 
One of them is like, like the stylist. most Venture Brothers thing ever. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know where it goes. I don't know. What I'm story a Hulk. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. That'd be weird. Uh, I love the fact we got the Hulk flying to Sakar just casually, randomly, out of nowhere on a fucking phone. <laughs> I space. love that she called him out on the movie bit of like after they say the one liner, the, it just stops. Yeah. She's like, oh, I guess that's where, I guess it, the call's over now. <laughs> like, I love that bit. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty funny. It's super referential and super great. Like, they're on, the yeah. writing's on point through the first two episodes yeah. so far. No, the writing in this is is perfect. And I, I think, like, the 20-minute episodes, even though I was making fun of it, are perfect because they've managed to nail the tone of why Jennifer is breaking the the wall and kind of talking to the audience, which is, it almost always seems like, that that everybody's favorite part from ant-man which is the recap where it's like hey yes, so yeah. and everybody said like can we just have a whole movie of this guy recapping the entire mcu and i'm like i feel like they took that and they were like what if it was jen just recapping like so i guess you know i'm a lawyer now or whatever or like <laughs> love that for me like it just kind of seems like you're having a drink with her and she's recalling this tale to you i also really like that like a lot of, you know, I liked the first episode. I had a couple of, like, critiques, but I feel like those are actually all addressed in the second episode. Because the first episode kind of seems like, listen, Bruce, I know a lot more about this than you do. And the second episode is him being like, yeah, I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. And so we're kind of falling in love with this character because she's fallible, which is my big critique of a lot of women's writing when done through MCU is like they have a hard time making flawed female characters. They kind of lean into the stereotype that I call like empowered and bitchy. And, and Final Fantasy does this a lot too, unfortunately, like with characters like Lightning, where they'll be like, well, she's strong. So therefore, she's just bitchy and yeah. arrogant and she's an empowered woman and i'm like this is obviously an empowered woman written by a bunch of men because like mm -hmm. this is ridiculous i i like first of all tatiana maslany is amazing it's the first thing i've seen her in, and i really like her thank god but she's she's, there's a likable quality to her that like brie larson didn't have i'm sorry but there's just like a generally <laughs> uh, you know accessible i don't know she's just agreeable and so you know you love that about her but her confidence comes from is like a good thing but you do see it like bite her in the ass sometimes where she's stubborn she is much more stubborn than like any other character i've seen thus far where she's like no i'm gonna be a lawyer no i'm gonna do this no i'm gonna do that and then she's just like shit and so you almost start kind of rooting for her but you're also like oh jen baby that's <laughs> It's cute that her, you think that, you know, like, yeah, her talking to, to like breaking the fourth wall, talking to the audience and then realizing this dude's asking her a question and her replying, I'm agnostic. And then saying, I'm going to think about that all year is like such a perfect character moment because yeah. it tells you everything you need to know. Absolutely. Like immediately yeah. like, all right, I get who this character is even more now. Like, okay. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> they're, they're, I, love, the writing like, so far has been very, very good. I even loved like her paralegal. Is that the right word? Yeah. Checking her a little yeah. bit where she was like, D I don't want to work in superhuman law and da, da, da. And her paralegal's like, it's a job. It's yeah, money. It's a nice it. office. Get over yourself. You know, I love that because it kind of highlights like Jen does not compromise. Like it's getting 
like and those that personality and stuff is what makes a superhero interesting more so than their powers right so like Mm -hmm. i love that like when she exhibits like she's so unwavering and so unbending on her vision and her goal and it's not a a good thing all the time if you think about it sometimes you got to go with the flow and i love that like like y'all were saying the side characters in the show have enough personality because i I definitely had a moment where i was like girl you didn't have a job you couldn't even afford to to drink in a bar anymore like and now you're sitting here and you're upset and then right when i was like starting to feel that simmer her assistant's literally like it's it's a freaking quarter office and we have a job just fucking take it you know yeah we have this is so much nicer than where we were working just fucking take it you know what i absolutely love is the fact that uh i don't think the trailers did this show any justice because when i watched the trailers i was convinced i would hate every one of the side like all the side characters yeah had like were just all snarky one-liners and they're so much more entertaining than whatever the hell that trailer was. Like, I absolutely love her paralegal. I think she's great. I think every character I've, we've seen so far has been, like, super interesting. I mean, even even the, like, old lawyer man who hires He's her. Great. has like He has, like, his Amazing. own thing as well. Like, yeah, I, I'm very pleased with what they've done with the show. And everyone, even, like, the guard walking her that to was go see abomination <laughs> everyone yeah. all the side characters i'm like well the, the writing the there is this? so good because she makes the silence yeah. of the lambs joke and he's like man this is a prison <laughs> like shut the fuck yeah up. this so is good. curious yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i i even like like so the the bar scene and all of the stuff with her boss essentially is basically directly taken from the slot comic so if y'all mm. want to read that which is kind of they're they've adapted that story i'm not going to say it's the same because in that i think i mentioned last week she basically gets kicked out of the avengers mansion but it's it's largely the same in that she fumbles a case because well i don't know if it's really fumbling she they the case gets thrown out as a mistrial because everyone is like well they had to put the trial on pause for she hulk to go save the world Literally, like, she flies into space and helps the Avengers, like, destroy this thing and then comes back. And everyone's like, well, obviously the jury is biased now because she just, like, went into outer space with Captain Mm -hmm. America and all these guys and, like, saved planet Earth. Like, and so the case gets thrown out. So that part was, like, all the same where she's just like, what do you mean that's a mistrial? And um she turns back into a human in the bar and like all the alcohol hits her and she like throws up on his shoes, I think in the comic. And he's like, all right, show up at my job or show up at my office. And then she goes upstairs and realizes it's like superhuman law, but he's kind of, I think his name is Holloway. He's kind of the same way in the, in the comic too, like kind of gruff, kind of no nonsense. Um, and I like how they're nailing that in this because yeah, it, it would be so easy for that character to just be an irredeemable asshole and never see him again. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's just kind of a plot device. He has a line cool. when he's talking to his secretary that stuck with me because I was like, "That's a great character moment." And I don't know if they threw where he says, "Uh, t- he says to her to tell some dude in the office, uh, that he hates 
Minnesota, I think. And so that's why we're going to send him there. But just tell him that. Like, we're not going to yeah. do it, but just tell him we're going to go do that. And it was such a throwaway line. I was like, that is, that's great character work, like character building for a character that doesn't even need character building. But like, they did that and it's there. And I was like, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I saw that. I noticed it. And I was like, okay, so the boss thinks he's funny. And now I know that about yeah. this guy. Yeah. My favorite thing is like, he's, he gives me the vibe of like the boss that's like super laid back, but also, I don't know how to describe it. Like, my he's favorite part is when he's on the, the phone time. with Jen. She's like, I'm gonna take the case, and also I'm really confident. And he's like, glad to hear that. Um, let me know when you look at the news. And he just like hangs up. Yeah. And it's like abomination is broken out of prison. I'm like, he doesn't react though. He's not like, really? Because so, have you heard the news? He's just like, okay, all right. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. You yeah, know? I thought the exact yeah. same thing. Someone in chat just said, dude's a scroll. Hundred percent, that guy's a scroll. Hundred percent, he has a fucking you think so? law. He has oh, a law firm with a scroll in charge. To protect other scrolls from getting in prison, hundred percent. I bet you that's what's going on. Love that. Yes, <laughs> that'd that's, be so that's sick. Yeah, that could be really yeah. cool. That yeah. could be really cool. Yeah, if that's the play, you know what else was great? great? This is a show. That, going back to what I was saying earlier, the idea that they take the time to just do stuff. Yeah. The fact that they're just like, we're gonna have a conversation with Bruce. We're just gonna call Bruce and have a talk. Yeah. Like we're gonna have a chat, mm -hmm. and it's not gonna be like it's gonna be just catch up. Like, just two people talking. That's the scene. Asking, like, are you okay if I take this case? That's, like, it's, a, it's, well, it's something that needs to be done, but most Marvel TV shows would not have the time to do it because, like, look, we yes. got to we got to. I, I think you could take that a step further. Most shows would take that moment and make it an entire episode, right, where it's all sure. building to this climax of, like, Jen's going to ask Hulk if, Meanwhile, they have the moment. It's in a random part of the show. And Hulk's like, mm -hmm. you're not calling me to make sure. You've already made up your mind. And then it turns into like, right. yeah, you're right. <laughs> like That I, that mm -hmm. just shows how good the writing, I think, is for the show. But it also shows I, their established I, relationship. I, yes. Where the two of them, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it, it gets away from what I hate about some Star Wars writing and a lot of MCU writing where I'm like, all of this could have been solved with a fucking conversation. Totally. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, yeah. so mad that like Captain America didn't tell Tony, Hey, by the way, I have it on really good authority that like Bucky killed your parents. It drove me insane. I'm like, you're supposed to be his best friend. Like, right. How do you think this is going to play out? Like, how do you like, eventually he's going to find out how the fuck do you think that's going to go down? Wouldn't it be better to like sit him down and tell him, and so many people are like, well, you know, bronze, so then there wouldn't be a movie. No, just create a better reason for there to be a conflict than, oh, these characters don't talk to each other. And right. even like the second movie in the new Star Wars trilogy, do not make me go on the rant about where I'm like, why doesn't anybody just tell Poe Dameron like, what <laughs> the, the plan is? Like, it drove me nuts. They're just like, because he was supposed to be it, dead. Just to be listen dead. to why. it, Poe. Just do it, Poe. And I was like, just, oh, just orders, tell Poe. him. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was, it drove me batty. I was like, you know what? I know that like Oscar Isaac campaigned for the character to continue to be in the trilogy and did such a good job. They allowed it. But at this point, I almost wish he had died in the first movie. Right. Because this writing has destroyed my favorite character. And I loved Poe Dameron from the comics. Cause you know me, that's like, that's the only the stuff I know about Star Wars is the comic book stuff. Um, and I love his mom, Shara Bay, and all that. And I was like, man, they're ruining my boy Poe. And I had that feeling <laughs> in this that I was like, are they really going to do this bit where she fights the Hulk? Because the Hulk's like, 
I can't believe you're defending abomination. And I thought for sure that was what was going to happen. I was like, oh, my God, is is this going to be them fighting and him hulking out again? Because like and losing his cool, like because I loved like the cabana Hulk. That's like, I am so cool and collected. I've done the work and the therapy. And eventually you're going to have to do that, too, you know. But I love that he's like, listen, it's fine. It's cool. You've already made up your mind. That's fine. I was a different person back then. Don't worry about it. You know, like, yeah. I was like, ah, ah, it's now over. we can get a better reason yeah. for them to potentially fight. Because how the hell are they such good cousins? They're going on. My cat is wreaking havoc right now. How the hell are they such good friends and cousins that they're going on a road trip together, but they can't have that heart to heart? Mm hmm. You know, yeah. that's the part that like, like gets me because you don't go on a road trip with a cousin you're not that close to and they go off like together, just the two of them. That insinuates that Jen and Bruce are like pretty tight. Like, you know, they're going. I, I didn't expect to see him in the show anymore after the first episode. The fact that we like got that phone call is the fact like, that oh, we have wow. a continuation of the reason why the ship was there to begin with. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Then also they they pushed another. That, that's kind of the more remarkable part about the show is that it continually pushes so many different storylines in a matter of seconds, and also makes it important to the actual She Hulk character itself. Because that's all we need. I feel like the MCU gets caught up in its own bullshit of like. We need to take a lot of time to really hammer home what's happening on the screen. Right. And you simply don't. The audience is smart enough to figure out what's going on. Kids get it. Adults get it. You don't have to give us like a 45 minutes part of a movie where it's like, all right, we're going to get really in depth with some stupid shit. Like you don't need to. You don't need to. (laughs) Yeah. I love that sentence, though. We're going to get really in depth with some stupid shit. That's really what it is, because it's all fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real. You don't have to give us like let's like go make a source book and sell that shit if if you really care. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's unnecessary. You have got two hours to create something. We get it. Like keep going. And and <laughs> once fine. again, that's where this format just shines of her recapping everything because the pacing yes. is generally implied that there's probably some time that passed in certain places um at least that's the vibe i got like it's it's heavily implied that like she's unemployed for some period of time especially for her entire family to be talking about it but they zip past it because you don't need to spend an entire episode of her of showing her going and interviewing and being denied like it's shown as like a quick compilation months have gone by and then she's going to this family dinner she's been a hulk for a while you know Oh, I told my friend about you because his son wants to be a superhero. They never heard of you before. Like it's implied, like, yeah, okay, she's been living as a She-Hulk for a minute, but they zip through it in like just a few minutes. Yeah, and which they, is kind of cool. And they tell so much story in that, like just the yeah. fact that the offices behind her get worse <laughs> as time progresses on, as mm-hmm. she's doing the interviews. In like thirty seconds, you're exactly right. They push all that. Time moves forward. And they're also telling story through like the context clues of what's on screen, which is, I, again, I fucking love it. Like, I love how fast it is and you can get everything that's happening within like 30 seconds, which is great. Yeah. yeah. With WandaVision, format. this format, 
didn't work for me at all. Like the 20 minute episodes in WandaVision were upsetting mm. for me. In this one, I'm like, oh, that was a good, that was a good short 20 minute it's, episode, you know? It's the only Marvel show that I think this has worked for time wise. Because with Loki, I was pissed off. I was like, God, I want more of this. I want to see where the, the story's the, the going. With this, I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'll see you next week. The difference is that mm-hmm. WandaVision and Loki were mysteries. We, we as the audience sure. are trying to solve whatever the hell the story is they're trying to tell us. And so when it's short, we're pissed because we're like, mm-hmm. we got no answers, only more riddles. And and with this, it's not a mystery. It's literally just a like comedy with some superhero elements and it is played for what it is. And there isn't like, but what is Hulk doing in that ship? We don't care. He's going to Sakaar. Great. We know. Fine. Moving on. It's but very good. I love yeah. that. I love that the larger storyline is being reserved for Hulk because I, I remember going into this saying, God, I hope they don't do some big world ending event because I don't think that's where She Hulk shines. I'm not saying She Hulk couldn't be in a big Avengers crossover. I'm just saying I personally don't think that's where she shines um maybe a couple of seasons from now that would make more sense when she's like developed her skill set but i or, love that or like another property right if she yeah, just goes off yeah. and is in something else that'd be awesome as well keep mm-hmm. she hulk she hulk <laughs> but i i, I totally... love that like she has this um sort of street level view of stuff and i love that they're keeping that scope small yeah. and like we were saying they're just like little one-liners that develop a lot where it's like Oh, well, you could be a superhero. And and like things like acknowledging the man in the ocean, acknowledging Wolverine, acknowledging like all of these things that are like happening in the world. The fact that her answer is like, do the Avengers have healthcare? Do the Avengers have a pension? Do they have maternity leave? Do they have all these things? I was like, this is what I wanted though. Like, this is what I wanted from the outset is somebody that's like a normal person yeah. in the in the mcu and i i can't believe they nailed it here but they couldn't fucking nail that shit with miss marvel like it's actually for anything they couldn't do it in like, anything in a very they literally long time have never been able to nail it and and i love that this is like a very almost like comedic take on what has been a really serious conversation because mm-hmm. like when sam wilson talks about being broke that was the first time all of us kind of first had that conversation of like is it your friend Tony Stark? Like, how the hell are you? Is your family losing your property? And because you can't afford, you know, the taxes or something like that on this boat, and you can't afford to restore it, and you're you're like friends with actual millionaires. Like, they're <laughs> like, this isn't. Do they pay you in the Avengers? That's like the first time it came up, and then it came up with Hawkeye with his hearing issues, where I had that second thought, where I was like. You're telling me, you know, scientists that can design vision and Ultron, but there's no one that could help you with your hearing loss at all or give you a better, you know, like cochlear implant or or hearing aid. Because like I remember when his breaks, I I like had these like things where I was like, gosh, but I love She-Hulk addressing that. Like I said, in one sentence, just being like, why the fuck would I want to be an Avenger? Yeah, like, and, and after the other shows can you blame her have they taken care of the avengers do the avengers take care of the people in it not really yeah working for a firm would probably take care of you better than being an avenger yeah i i must say 
it was such a throwaway line. Again, this show is filled with them, and they're so good. After hearing the internet lose its shit about Titania for so long, to have the throwaway line be uh, social, like social, she's an influencer, super, super enhanced influencer. influencer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, super I was influencer. like, she's an influencer. That's and all, she's that's like, what she yeah, does. In, court for a traffic violation i was like it was a traffic well no, i love she, that entire... she was in court for a traffic violation because she god she was doing something that like a fucking influencer would go do chat what what was I, the purpose it was it was ridiculous i loved i loved that so much because i was like well of course now it makes perfect sense to me and the outfit the look the vibe i was like holy shit that is absolutely the best way to go with it and i can't believe like, I hope anyone who was like, it's not, I hope they shut the hell up. Cause that was so good. I was like, oh, that's perfect. She's an influencer. Shut that's, up. It was, it was, a, she, she left her car because of a blood corny. sugar incident. Sorry. That's what it was. A blood sugar incident. That's why she left her car. So Amazing. Sorry, Bronze. Go ahead. I, I definitely love that. Like it does cover why she looks so scuffed. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think that was like a lot of like that was my thing where I was like they put her in the trailer like she was gonna be this big deal, and then she, she got like walloped in like two seconds, which I like if we're going with the influencer route. But mm. I just couldn't, and I said it, I was like I can't get over like her fucking look, and now I'm like <laughs> people were comparing her to a wrestler, and I was like don't insult wrestlers like that. But then, <laughs> but then like knowing like oh she's like an Instagram celebrity, I'm like. No, I've seen those people wear stupider shit. Yeah. Like the yeah, thing you I've... see on Essence that's like $800 and it's like a fuzzy cowboy hat. And you're like, who the fuck is buying an $800 fuzzy cowboy An Instagram cowboy model hat? has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, see yeah. some idiot on Instagram wearing it. And it's like, this isn't even cute. Like this isn't like you're just. And so that explains the tassels, the diamond tassels on the ugly leather bustier. Yeah. And the ugly red hair. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I would think Here's that an Instagram I think we're going to see her again. Um, and Jen's probably going to have to represent her this time around. That's how she gets back into the show. Cause I, I'd be upset I if she was in there be, for 10 seconds. That, I don't know. If I feel like the fun. throwaway line of when they're in the, the office for the first time. And she comments that, you know, everyone there thinks she got the job because she's she Hulk. Yeah. And I imagine her celebrity as she Hulk growing as she takes on cases. Sure. It's going to be one of those things where, the influencer who only cares about like numbers and popularity and people and oh, she got she beat up by this to... person is gonna be like yeah you know, that's I'm my better thought than her. Too. yeah that's my thought too i think she's gonna try to redeem because like if you think about it uh titania basically created she hulk and made her famous and sure. i bet you she's gonna be annoyed about that and i think my theory because this true. is where i would go with it is i think emil is gonna show that some superheroes and super enhanced individuals are worth defending. And I think Titania is going to show some of them fucking aren't and they need to go to jail. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. it's going to be like some people deserve the power and other people take it and do bad things with it. Like you can't like sit you through a traffic <laughs> infraction court case. You're going to break through a wall. Like clearly you do not need to be having powers if you're doing all this to get out of a freaking ticket, like pay the goddamn ticket, you know? Yeah. So I, 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 that's my theory as well is that she's going to be like, I'm, you know, like the only reason you have any clout is because of me. Cause that's really what sets it all off. Like Tanya right. essentially has created She Hulk. Before that, she was just being a normal person. Yeah. 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 It's true. I, 
I think I think you're right, unless they're gonna do some big twist with Emil, where he's like, I'm actually evil, which I don't, I don't, I don't think, think they're gonna do. I don't think so. But the idea of him being so. like, they spend ten minutes with the man in this episode, half the episode where he's like, look, I was hired by the U.S. government to do a job. I thought it was it was like a freaking monster. It's crazy how they it recap the hero. that film kind of and like (laughs) but it was so but here's the like it was so good to see it from his perspective where he was like because in the movie he's kind of a piece of shit but in this he's like bro i was doing a job i thought i was the the good guy i thought i was doing stuff he's like i people died and i'm really sorry and i literally write haikus about that shit like he is a different older character and i love that bit about him and so the idea uh, i think bronze the idea of him being a guy who we saw as a villain being like my bad yo i like i fucked up that kind of attitude i think would be amazing yeah. to show like this guy we thought was a villain actually is just a dude who thought he was doing the right thing and messed up while titania is just like i want person. to be rich and famous and i'm a bad person yeah. you're like no you should be in jail yeah i think that's she's the opposite of she hulk right because she's using mm-hmm. her power to like become famous and She-Hulk is trying not to do that. I also have yep. a very spicy prediction. Uh-oh. I think she's going to lose her case. Janice with Emil? Yeah. Yeah. I Could think be. she's going to lose and then the Thunderbolts are going to bail him out and I think like that's going to I think it's going to take a, I think it's going to be a great character arc for her. Um Oh, true. Cuz I think I think she's going to I think she's going to lose. I think they're going to find some technicality or find that the public just doesn't trust him. I think it's going to have a beautiful overlap with Bruce and how she sees Bruce and how the rest of the world sees the Hulk. I think they're going to talk about a conflict of interest, you know, with her being She-Hulk. I think that she's going to lose. It's going to eat away at her because this is a client she's going to end up caring about. And I think it's going to solidify, like, going into season two, like, this is She-Hulk. You know, I'm sure she will have a victory. But right. I think it sets up the Thunderbolts to bail him out. Oh, he's 100% and I think out of jail. Up this, this her season. to be shaken in her faith of like the the justice system. Because right now it seems like she's very like, this is what I want to do. Who would be mm-hmm. a superhero, a vigilante when you can do the law? And I think this is where she's going to start doing the part where she goes out at night. Because that's, that's the piece that's missing, right? Is like, right. what does she do as she Hulk? Right. We know what she does in court. What does she do? I think that's what's going to solidify her. Is like, it's not enough to fight them in court. I have to go out and fight them in the street because this is like, this is unjust, you know? And I Can think I... If, they, if they go that route, I'm going to be so fucking happy. Yeah. Can I ask? This is, I'm going to give a shout out to my chat over here blowing my mind. Can I ask, are his pen pals the other, like, is it American agent? Is it like, all the people how many members of uh, thunderbolts are there i thought there was six he said he had seven pen pals he's got seven pen pals yeah and so that could be, could be the members plus what's her plus elaine from seinfeld could be <laughs> like could it be u.s agent could it be, It'd be like US john A- walker i guess was his name yeah john walker yeah. zemo um could those be Red, the pen Red pals Hulk that he's referring exist, to though so I don't know. I mean, um, it could be it could be literally anyone else. I mean, we've got a yeah. whole rogues gallery they could throw in there. I just think that would be such a perfect like little Easter egg. Like, yeah, but you know, messaging my Yelena. Oh my god! Like all that would be yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, 
I guess Echo. And I think it would also solidify why Emil would work for them, because it's like what faith would, you know, like he was given the serum by the government and then thrown in jail by the self same government. They have a recurring thread between a lot of these characters in that they've been fucked over, at least a few of them, by the same power structures that used them in the first place and then left them in a prison to rot, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I do think, like, that's my hope. Although, that's my spicy prediction. We'll see if it happens. Although Maybe she'll win. Someone said that in the, in the credits, there's a clipboard of seven blonde-haired women, and I guess that goes with this whole thing of, like, my girlfriends. So, I mean, True. I guess it maybe that's also it, too. Yeah, that's pretty funny as well. But I would love it if it was like they're the other Thunderbolts because that'd be a fun little throwaway. Sure. Because this this show is full of it. They got all these little throwaway lines that in the end you're like, that was that was a big deal. Super well done. So yeah. I don't know. We we didn't even we we mentioned the character, but uh, Tim Roth like fucking kills it as well. Like he's just Tim just Roth is a character. fantastic actor <laughs> yeah. always. So I love the like that, we go when going into it. All the rumors came out that like his character Abomination would be a lighter version of it i was like ah, i don't know how that's gonna do no nah, it works it plays perfect yeah. with the, the the like uh mood of the show and the fact that he's playing like a recuperated abomination the way that he is 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 hilarious it's, but it's, it's also so good. two actors who can act yes acting together that's very true like mm-hmm. when you have stuff like that it's always going to be good no matter what the hell they're, they're saying because you're like oh these people are talented to go to you know tatiana maslani the i got big like kind of deja vu vibes when she's in the bar drinking a she-hulk then she reverts back and she immediately changes to like a drunk person and it's a completely different like within seconds that was probably all one take as well which would be remarkable but that's like orphan black in a nutshell because she plays 12 characters or some shit in that show it was like uh the scene in moon knight where he's Two characters in one scene. The yeah. switch is like that. Yeah, I like that's you know when an actor can act, it's very obvious and very good. And you're just like, yeah, she knows. I understand why I'm watching this. I, there's, I think again, a lot of the Marvel stuff that we've seen. Most of it, when it's good, it's great, and the problem is a lot of it is writing and pacing, and that's I mean that's that's what unfortunately I think sucks about a lot of the TV shows is. The writing and pacing is off for TV. And then the movies, it has to be the same formula every time where it's like the first half of a movie always is like super fun. And then depending on what the world ending calamity is in the last half, it's like, well, did I enjoy that or not? Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm glad that this is a show where they're like, it is a 22 minute comedy series set in the Marvel universe. And that's what you're getting. And we're going to like have light moments. And that's what it is. And we're not going to stress all the crazy details and stuff. And we're going to throw in a bit about an X-Man or a man in the ocean. And it's going to be on a web page. There you yeah. go. Enjoy. Totally here for you it. Know, to, yeah. to piggyback off what you're saying, I would add like, yeah, it's time, like pacing and scope. Yeah. Like they always, they always do something where I'm like, why did, <laughs> Why couldn't you have a story with like a little more focus and a narrower scope, you know, because right. it's so frustrating sometimes when they like broaden out the scope to be like something, you know, that I'm, I'm, and I know they had to rewrite the flag smashers because the pandemic and stuff. But if you took the flash flag smashers completely 
out and just had our boy Bucky Barnes, God bless, with like Sam Wilson's Captain America. That would have been so much more of a compelling story. <laughs> like yeah, I, I, I shit you not. Like if they just took the flag smashers out completely, they only show did, up like, in three episodes where it's relevant. Right, the other three episodes you didn't need them at all. I mean, yeah. think about what's in that show, Flag Smashers. You have uh, uh, Sharon Carter's storyline, Zemo's storyline. Mm -hmm. You have the storyline mm -hmm. of learning about, like, the first black Captain America. You have the storyline mm -hmm. of, like, a Captain America trying to become Captain America. Bucky's history and dealing with the fact that he's, like, showing up every day at the dude whose son he killed's place. Like, there's so much happening. Same thing for Hawkeye. Same thing for all these different shows. It's it's crazy that it kept building and building and building. Meanwhile, you know, for for what WandaVision was, it was very simple. Like it was a simple show. Well, it was contained they, both in story and like setting wise, ultimately. And and even even Loki, Loki was crazy. It was all over the place, but it was very focused. It was yeah. hyper focused on what it was. And that's why I think I enjoyed it as much as I did. And Ever since then, we've kind of just been like all over the place. And I think a great example of the mix is Moon Knight. Those first three episodes are like crazy. But then it focuses on what Moon Knight is. And the last three are fantastic. And so I think that's one of the things they need to do just in general is just what is the show? What are we trying to tell? And let's focus on that. And I think so far, the first two episodes of this show are exactly what they needed. It's it's. Frankly, I am I in love with it so far. I agree. Going that way. And I really hope that at some point, probably not this season, but I hope that in season two, Jen takes the first Captain America's cake. <laughs> that would be a, I think that'd that be a would big be deal. Such a beautiful crossover. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think like that would be so, like, that's the type of stuff I want to see in the MCU where I'm like, I would love for Sam Wilson to be in like season two of she-hulk and being like listen i have a case for you yeah. you need to meet like you ha you tried to help a meal it didn't work out you need to meet the black captain america that nobody talks about you know like i think that would be so cool and having that courtroom drama now that she has like some experience under her belt i feel like it could be amazing you know can you can you imagine if that season involved her representing black captain america and his like like lawsuit against the government or some shit just like it would be yeah, trying to get Probably. but at some point bringing to the stand old ass captain america yes. steve rogers as like yeah. on his side being like you owe him a shit like that would be the legit coolest moment <laughs> in a long time i'd be like be really Whoa! Good. that'd be, yeah, that'd she, be a big it, deal to pull and it off. would be so cute because she has a a photo of oh, Captain she's a America's ass or fangirl. So yeah. like that's why I feel like they're setting up for Cap a Captain America crossover. There's I don't something feel like going I'm on. completely off on here. She obviously loves Captain America. In right. the Sewell comics, she actually has a case involving Old Cap specifically. Right. Old Cap is in the MCU canon. Why can't she have a case with him and be fangirling over him the entire time? It would be really cute. And when they talk about how, oh, the government gave him this serum and he became abomination, she's like, wait, the government gave you that serum? The parallel is there for yeah. the Tuskegee experiments and and 
the black cap. So if we bring him over and bring in old cap, all the threads connect. And I hope they do it in season two because it would be so cool. And it would still would be funny and see... cute because we know that she's had an, an in-depth debate about this man losing his virginity. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like I, their interactions would be fucking adorable. It would, they would, would be so love... cute. And and it gives her the opportunity and us as fans the opportunity to see Captain America do like one last great thing. And especially wow. her as a fan, for him to show up and be like, you did this man wrong, I think would be so good. And so, you know, just putting it out there, Marvel, just putting it out in the ether. I think it'd be like such a great moment. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think would, I would, that would be just it's a dream, especially thing. if she's like, I have a special, you know. Or I have a witness to bring to the stand. If he just comes out, I think most out of, of the nowhere. audience would just lose their shit. It, it would be the, it would be the equivalent, at least for me. It would be the equivalent of seeing like Luke Skywalker again, like they did in, in yeah! another film yeah. or another show. Just to have that happen, not make any like fanfare about it in the episode. It, he just shows up. I would, that would be wild. It'd be absolutely and to put wild. A, a to put a button on it, like a little period after he walks off the stand, she can glance at his ass and say still got it <laughs> that's oh, america's ass done. yeah that'd be like he looks at the camera period. says america's and ass it's yeah it'd yeah. be amazing it'd be amazing yeah there's so much you could do with that i'm just saying make it happen marvel yeah you have the power i think you can expand it even further there's so much that you power can do with this character marvel. with so just many characters in the mc and build like voltron i don't want a world ending <laughs> event for i don't like hulk i want no, she hulk and old cap just keep feeding her Jeff different uh, lawsuits with different characters from the MCU. That's all. That's the show. Yeah. Make that the show. Yeah. Don't don't. And I don't know why. I just think it else. would be fire if she loses the season. I don't know why. I feel like if she loses the Emil case, it's gonna give her that fire, where she goes from being reluctant about this job to being like, no, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna work twice as hard and I'm gonna help these people because this is not fair. That people like Titania get to like do you know whatever the hell they want, and people like Emil are rotting in jail. Like I think that's gonna like, and I think that's what a Titania is gonna be is the foil to that, you know, of like yeah. some people are above the law, you know. Yeah. yeah. So where do we like now that we know how the show's going? Two episodes in, we know some other characters in the show. We know a uh, Frogman. That's a character. Yep. It's gonna show up. Probably someone she represents. Obviously, Daredevil's in this at some point. No idea what that is. If that's going to be like someone that she has to go up against, it's like across the bar from her. Like, I don't know what, I don't know how he fits in at all, uh, which is kind of exciting, right? I don't know if she's going to represent him, if he's going to be another lawyer that she goes against. If he's well, I mean, working he's at not, this law, uh, he might be working at the law firm. He's not a prosecutor. Daredevil is a defense attorney. So there's no way. Mm -hmm. Sure, they true. would be against each other unless it was like some sort of civil case. Right. So I would wager that it would be something like when she is out at night for whatever reason, trying to like superhero, right? Then that might be a thing. I don't know. It's a good the, question. I have the, no idea how he shows up. The scene that we know where he exists, it looks as if he's like jumping into a, a thing, like into an arena and doing the superhero landing. I don't know why. I don't know what the purpose is, unless he, unless she's like patrolling or out on the town. I don't know. 
I don't know I what don't it is. I don't know if they would have enough time to do this, but what I would love is if she gets into trouble and she retains him as her defense attorney. Oh, maybe. That'd you be know? super funny. I, I think it would be so cute, you know, if like, <laughs> if like, you know, like, she gets into some trouble or something like that, or she can't take a case. And she's like, well, let me see who else could do this. And like, that's how she ends up like retaining him or referring Frogman to him or something like that. And being like, listen, I've got this Emil case. And then they run into each other outside of court. And obviously everyone knows who she Hulk is, which is what I love about her. Interplay yeah. There's with no Daredevil. secret identity. Yeah. Yeah. Like he knows who she is. But I, I wonder if, like, she gets a case she can't take or something like that. And we already have the history now that Matt Murdock is Spider-Man's lawyer, technically, right? Yeah. Um. So his connection through Happy and everyone is not that Maybe far she's trying from... to recruit him into the law yeah, firm I... as part of her team or something? I, I don't know if it's part of her team, but I think that's where Frogman's going to come in. I feel like. I feel like uh, Matt is defending Frogman. I don't know what that where that thread is going to be yet, but my prediction is like either she's going to retain him or consult with him to take on this case because I feel like she's going to be her main focus is going to be Emil for the season. I think it would be silly. Yeah, I think it would be silly if she didn't because we've got what four episodes left. That's an no, hour of content. There's nine episodes in the season. Oh, there's nine or episodes. Nine or eight. Okay. It's either eight or nine. I forget. Oh boy, now I gotta look this up. I want it's because we were two down, right? Yeah, yeah. We've got six or seven more weeks for sure of the show. Okay. It, it doesn't end until October. Oh, cool. If we still, even if we have six more weeks, though, that's still only two hours. Yeah. October thirteenth is the last episode. Got it. Okay, so maybe like two and a half hours. Yeah. But I don't. I don't see her wrapping up Emil's case and then doing this case twice do you, do, or like doing, doing three other cases. It could I be think quick like, though. Like they could do that in one episode, especially if Wong's there. They've the, been like, asked about it. Yeah. If Wong's there is like the caretaker, he could be the key witness says like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Help me do X, Y, Z. Or they're doing the court case. And then halfway through the court case, someone breaks them out of prison. It's Thunderbolts. And they're like, Oh, Guess we'll have to go see that movie or some bullshit. <laughs> and they move on to whatever's next, right? If 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 she just turns that into Thunderbolts a... is going to be a post credit scene. Um, because they've been doing. I mean, at this point, scenes. you've got me thinking yeah. that there's going to be like the the head Maybe. lawyer office guy is going to be like, "Hello," and pull off a mask and just, like I'm I'm Maybe. convinced that's totally true now. Could be. I there I is a post credit uh, scroll. There's a post screen post. Jesus, post-credit episode. I can't fucking talk. A post-credit scene every episode, uh, Bronze. Right. So that we, we will get something uh, down the line. I don't know if this is the place to introduce Thunderbolts, though. It might be the place to to tease it. But... Yeah. You can just have Elaine show up. Valentina can pop in and be like... And, I'll take care of him to... or something. Yeah. I think that's a fine scene. It sets that up and that it could be quick and they've already done it a few times. So yeah, she's also like you know. a vulture. She goes after people when they're at their lowest, which is why I right. truly think Jen is going to lose the case with Emil. Mm. And then, yeah, like, I, I think that's going to happen. I'm, 
I don't know if Matt's going to be against her as. I, I'm really curious to know how he fits into it. He's not that type of attorney. Like, I don't I don't yeah. see him making a case against Emil because he's not that's not his like area of expertise. We've never seen him like represent the hell's kitchen and sue someone that's not he's usually the opposite it could just be something as simple as like they're both lawyers and they're both superheroes so he wants to meet her or something and but, that's would, it. but would he admit he was a superhero to her i don't think so i don't think he's Neither gonna do reveal his identity to her and i don't think she's gonna be able to clock it because He's, no one ever does because you know he's a blind man no one ever thinks that he's the daredevil because they just they have this preconceived idea of what his abilities are right. you know yeah and no there's no way he could be running around at night i think he's gonna know exactly who she is and she's gonna have no clue yeah she well, really then, has no the, way to know you're right no then the question becomes do we need matt murdoch to show up in this show or just daredevil could it just be daredevil could be be kind of cool we're just sets up daredevil exists in this universe and we don't need to see matt murdoch because we know matt is around because he has to be so what if it's just daredevil yeah I, it could just be yeah, daredevil and then maybe daredevil. and then maybe he is like walking just literally walking by while she's going to court or something and that's it no conversation it's just a, a blind lawyer walking around well okay galaxy brain we know that a good reason why Matt has probably changed his suit is because the last suit was used by Bullseye to defame him. Right. What right. if Matthew Murdoch goes to She-Hulk and talks about his client, Daredevil, and asks her to clear his name? I is mean, that a legal that thing? Could be done. I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we, we kind of talked it, about that last week. Or episode, help him. But. You know, because it, it could be one of those things, and then he is—he's like, "I would like you to meet with like someone I'm consulting what, with." What, his if, name. what if she Hulk says, smart. "Why don't you meet my friend Tatiana? She's a super influencer. You can go on TikTok." I don't know. I just think it might be one name. of those things where, like, I feel like Matt would approach Jen and then meet her again as yes, Daredevil. I, they're probably gonna do something like that. I would think. Yeah, I actually think it's but the reverse. One way or the other. Yeah, I, I think it would be like they meet as superheroes and then he knows he can trust her because she's like a good person rather than just like uh, a superhero influencer. You know what I mean? Where it's just like yeah. and then he can show up as Matt and be like, hey, yeah, no, I saw you were in the newspaper and you seem like a good person like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, she she is building a team, though, with this law firm, right? Like that's where so she has to hire lawyers at some point, doesn't she? It's I mean, not, it's, if, if at the end. It was she hires Matt Murdock. I wouldn't be upset. I think that'd be awesome. At all, I wouldn't yeah. be upset by that at all. I'd be like, okay, e even if it's like he's he's on her team, but like you don't like the Daredevil show has zero reference to that, or or you just see the same building and you never see She Hulk, or I don't know. Like they don't have. He to clearly has an interest. Yeah, yeah. Because like he wrapped Spider Man after his mask was ripped off. Right. Like that now, means the question becomes is does he superhero's face, you know? He doesn't like, remember, does he remember that, though, that though. Yeah, that's does he remember he, that? He doesn't remember it, but the moral compass is there where we know that he has an sure. interest in that, right? Like I understand that like he doesn't even know Peter Parker is Do Spider-Man we... anymore, 
But the fact that he took the case in the first place kind of tells us a little something about. Do we even know how he got into that bronze? No. Like we have no idea where the reference came from, right? Question. Maybe he already worked in Holloway. Yeah. Where's the timeline in this? Is was Shang Chi before? Multi, uh, 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 it's, uh, it's taking. Oh wait, Spider Man. Oh, I don't know about that. Because I think, like, if if the video, if we're gonna assume that maybe, even though this is timey wimey nonsense, maybe She Hulk takes place while all those movies are happening. Takes place at the same time. Is as it possible? Shang Chi for sure. That. Matt Murdock is recommended because he works at the law firm with her, and that's why he gets chosen. So that scene that would make is sense because because if be Shang Chi's really cool. before, then that video because you can't imagine someone sat on that video for like a year or whatever and then released it. Yeah, they probably did it right away. So maybe that just happened, and if it just happened and that was before Spider Man. Then it's potential that Matt Murdock could be part of the law firm and working with Jen. Oh. When at the end, though, if it just happened at the end of Shan Chi, Hulk's arm is in a sling. Remember, it's in the sling that happens at the beginning of She Hulk. So is that a fuck up in continuity? Is the is his arm in a sling at the in the oh, post credit right. scene? The, yeah, 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 yeah. So this has to be sometime after. I guess, yeah. It's definitely after, but it could be, be it's after Shang-Chi, but could be before Spider-Man, potentially. Yeah. We'll have to address that one way or the other, or at least clue the viewer in yeah. on like, time-wise when it happens. Assuming, again, well, that it's Matt Murdock. And we, and it's... Beginning of this show, too, though? Yeah, that's no. where we're... Yeah, it was. That's that's the sling he's using in the car. Remember? Because they give yeah. the throwaway reference as to how it works. Yeah. yeah. And his arm was in a sling. Was it in, are you saying it's not in a sling at the end of Shang-Chi? It is. When he's in the in the post credit scene when he's looking at he's the, the bracelet or whatever. Or sorry, the mm-hmm. the uh the, no, I see it's a what bracelet, you're saying. Right? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Cause it's like, well, if this took place before, then his arm would have been healed by the end of Shang-Chi. Right. What you're saying because that thing gets destroyed it's prototype i remember him saying that in the first episode but it gets destroyed in the car crash which is why he turns into the whole right, right. blah 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 blocks blah, blah, he, he gets injured oh my god that's pretty funny watch the leaker is tatiana uh, uh, that'd be uh, titania that'd be cool that'd yeah. be pretty funny if she's like all the things she's doing is just trying to get back at her if she's doing it in, like the shittiest manner possible so is she the big bad then uh, I think the idea of a big bad is is a misnomer. I like the idea of like she's just, just a, a nuisance. An, a nuisance, yeah, that's a better way to yeah, say. Where it. She's yeah, she's like I made you. You owe me F, like that kind of. I think her not being a big bad well, and they, just being a pain in the ass would be hilarious. The She Hulk Twitter had a video where she was like putting up uh, images on top of the She Hulk banner. So there's she definitely yeah, has something no, she's against definitely her. Definitely gonna be. Titania is one of this once again a joke from the slot comics where she hulk jokes and says or she hulk says great like i needed to add somebody else to my rogues gallery and um i think it's iron man someone says what gallery and she's like um titania and and they're like who (laughs) so i love the idea of like 
in her mind, her first villain is like, oh, I've got this rival that's always trying to thwart me, Titania. Yeah. Because I feel like your first villain should be that. Yeah. Just be annoying. I don't think you need Doctor Doom to be your first villain. Like, She-Hulk is new. She doesn't even know how her powers work. She doesn't know if she wants to be a villain yet. We don't need a newer dimension threatening to end reality. Why not have a villain that's on her level? You know? <laughs> oh, man. I, th- a- I love that that's become the bar now. We don't need a newer dimension. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> no, that, that shit drove me crazy. I'm not going to lie. In retrospect, it is destroyed. fucking stupid. It's, it's yeah, very stupid. It's such a it like. completely destroyed her character progression. Yes. She went from being this bumbling teenager that remind was reminiscent of peter parker and miles morales to like this i again person that suddenly knows how to use all of her powers overnight i i really feel your own grandma bronze i really feel that the whole nord dimension thing is only there because it's going to be brought up again in the marvels that's the only reason it'll never be it like the man in the ocean will be relegated <laughs> to being in like nor dimension is it real on the side of a web page in like a future episode of she hulk are yeah. you, you going to bring it up as much as possible when they're going to mention the Nord dimension? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. You're good with that, that one. You can let that one go. No, I'm all right. Okay. Yeah, right. fine. That shit was crazy. It, it's crazy to me they didn't nix it when they saw those like graphic effects of those crystals spreading out. It's crazy to me they weren't like, maybe we should cut this entire storyline oh, and man. just do a much smaller story of Kamala helping her friend become, you know, on the council of the mosque and fighting signal or whatever their name is into not violating the mosques like rules regarding shoes and stuff and like have that storyline of her navigating her crush <laughs> and you know like that would have been so much of a better show the dude, and the, her the trying to school. clear the name of nightlight you know yeah. being like well because like who was like awful to her that was yeah. a perfect foil for was a, a, great a high school team Oh, yes, man. that's a great villain for a We're teenager. We're not doing this again. Really We're not, I'm stopping the it's conversation. We're not going to turn this I, into another episode about like Ms. Marvel. The reason the parallel is also coming up is like Titania's aversion, I think. We're going to see what that villain could have been. Mm, right. Why, like, a, a teenager with a phone that's trying to ruin your life and knows your secret identity can 100% be a villain. Yeah, yeah. Right. Nuisance villain, yes. whatever you want to throw in there, if, yeah. If Zoe had connected the dots and decided you know what? I'm going to ruin this bitch's life. That could have been a really cool, really interesting storyline for her, like a villain for her. It would have been a great first villain. And I love that. I hope that we really get that with Tanya or Titania, where it's like her first villain is kind of it's so shitty. <laughs> that would be that would be so, so insulting. So on par for the show, too, if they did that. It's like so it's insulting like that ruining you're... her life. Yeah. Ron, you're absolutely correct. Like the idea of her, that girl was her friend and suddenly they didn't become friends anymore because she went with the more popular kids. And now yes. Miss Marvel is more popular than she is. And so she hates Miss Marvel. Like yeah. literally it writes itself it's right there. It's, the story was it, right there. It's right. And the fact that like you could even do a, like they have a heart to heart conversation about the whole situation, how they used to be best friends. Like it's all mm. there. It's so simple, and the fact that that was like, no, nah, we have got. You couldn't have even had a cool is so insulting. Meta commentary on yes. popularity and the cost of fame because, like, you could have had this thing where when Signal picks her up and is like, "So Miss Marvel tried to kill you," instead of her being like, "What? No, that's not what happened." Her being like, 
yeah, she did. You know, like, because then it would have been this cool thing where it's like, I'm going to be famous from this, you know? And you could have had this cool storyline with like Bruno and Kamala trying to stop her from leaking the information, because if they do, they're going to come down on the on the temple. And like, you know, like, yeah, it could have been a really cool. And if and if they really, really wanted to do a partition storyline, they wanted to like show off Pakistan and do the whole like that is clearly a season two. Like that is. Yeah, we have our character. We have her growth. She is learning her powers. And then in season two, she now has enough power that we can then send her to go find, like, the Jedi master of the Nord dimension who dies. And, and like, give him a season. I'm so pissed that dude was no, such a good Jedi actor. And they're like, and he's dead. I will never get over that. I'm so mad. Yeah, that they were literally like, found... probably they couldn't get him for more because he's actually, like, he's a huge. popular actor. Yeah. 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 Like, well, then that's and he... I'm sure that, like, they, they were like, okay, we've got him for one, you know? I love this comment from my dad. Ron, cool. stop. I love that guy. Things. I can't help it. Stop what? Improving Fatal things. Wrote, Ron, stop improving things. Oh, improving <laughs> like, things. I can't help it. Bronze is dangerous. Can... You don't don't yeah. mess with bronze because bronze will get you very excited for, for <laughs> she's, honestly she's a, lies. Look, she's a lies. tough friend to have, Jesse, if we're really honest. She yeah, hypes everything like, so up. So here's an idea I had. And like, it's how very good. good. I be. can't wait for Marvel to do it. Yeah. And then they won't. Yeah. And then I'll have to sit here and be like, Thanks, Bronze. That yeah. was so nice. Bronze, Bronze, is the, that idea. Bronze is is the friend that would like hype up how excited your life could be, exciting your life could be, and then the reality hits afterwards when she leaves and it's not. It's never gonna be that Bronze good, is Bronze is the living, breathing story about Eve Online. Yeah. Everything you say That's is true. so Bronze, hype, and then when I Bronze actually experience it, I'm That's like exactly correct. I'm like, this sucks. Why am I you told me this is gonna be amazing. It's funny is I know exactly what you're talking about because I love hearing people talk about their exploits in Eve Online, but I'm not no, sure. No, you're I not gonna play it. it. You're not no one plays I've it. Tried to you play just, it. Yeah. But hearing stories of like, so let me tell you about the greatest time. Oh, they're in incredible. Eve Online I'm like, I'm here. I'm they're here incredible. for this. Every every like year you get some crazy story about how some motherfucker oh. infiltrated a group for like two years. And then stole all this money that equates to like a million dollars USD. And you're like, man, that sounds great. Then he download the game and like somehow excels shows up on your computer when you hit play. And you're like, what the fuck is this? That game is so crazy that they actually have partnered with Microsoft officially to use Excel within the game. That's how much that game is like my is a spreadsheet simulator. That's where they're at. Chat is saying. Anyways. Um, this podcast has the same trouble Jesse Star Wars podcast had. Jesse, are you the Star Wars equivalent of me? Uh oh. You present it, amazing ideas and then they don't happen. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to Star Wars, our entire podcast, we had to stop because we got like we're coming back with old canon, which is gonna be great. Ooh. Uh we had to stop covering all the new stuff because we get so upset that we would sit down we read a book and we'd be like i can't wait for what's next here's what we think is going to happen based on all the stuff and it would never pan out that way and be like 10 times worse and we'd have to come back and do a review like so what we thought was going to happen was this and what happened was this <laughs> and now we're all just mad that we got hyped up over a thing and we don't literally we had to stop was the episode just bickering we just, the episode the rise of skywalker episode Ooh. was longer than the movie well, yeah, we, okay. it was like four hours of us losing our minds. And uh, <laughs> I will say that, that like, we, it killed us. We were like, I can't just yell all the time. So 
we decided to go back and only read. We started with the 1976 novelization of Star Wars, and we're going to read through everything from the old shit forward, just and not touch anything new, just so we can't fight. It's like it exists. It's it doesn't matter. Let's have fun. That's where we're at mentally because like I can't sure handle being like here's what I think is going to happen next. No, I'd rather just be like I know what happens. I know Chewbacca gets hit by a mule. What? If y'all ever do the new Marvel comics, invite me. Like High Republic we, and all that stuff. I'm reading all. Yo, I I just want to say, even though I complain about new Star Wars a lot, Doctor Aphra is my favorite damn thing in the yes, entire world. I bitch. love Doctor Aphra. I love Doctor Aphra, and I love her murderous Wookiee. Well, I he was in he was in a, a Mando a season, whatever. What? Yeah, the most recent thing. Oh, the book Black of Santa. Oh, that's him. Yeah. I never finished yeah. Book of Fat. I'm sorry. I was so He's excited for Fett. that show. I was like screaming when I saw the trailer. And then I watched like the first three episodes and I was like, or maybe two episodes. And I was like, I can't. I'm sorry. Girl, it's, it's bye. Pretty, I thought it was all right. It got it better got towards better. the end. It gets way I better towards the end because it has nothing to do with Boba Fett. Yeah. By the end, it's not about oh, Boba Fett. It's, it's not about insane. Boba Fett at all. Really? Crazy. Like okay, I'm gonna have to watch it for four, the murder wiki. Is that four episodes it. in and Boba Fett is not even mentioned? He's not even the, <laughs> like there's an episode where he's not even in it. He's not even in Crazy. it. Yeah. It's an entire Mando episode basically in the middle of Boba Fett. But yeah. I will but I will say I'm not gonna that... lie, some of the anger was like them coming back to the same fucking three planets where I was like, Tatooine, are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I was literally like, again. They go Never. to some different planets. Never. Yeah. Okay, so I need to continue. Oh, you're right. All right. I guess you guys have successfully gotten they, me to continue watching. Bronze, they literally go to Halo. That's true. Yeah, they go to the Halo world. Yeah. However, Bronze, I will say this. And me and Jesse have to prep you for this. Get ready for the stupidest fight choreography scene move you've ever seen God in cinema it. history. Okay? I'm not going to tell Look you what it that. is. Yeah, We're not going to tell you what it is. We're, I'm just preparing you. It is the stupidest thing you have ever seen in How film. dare you, JP? That was super <laughs> okay. cool. No. That was the coolest stupid. move it's, anyone has ever done. When it literally, You're wrong. When it happened, I had to pause because I was laughing uncontrollably for like five minutes after. It was so stupid. That isn't, that isn't what got me. What got me was the extra slow, <laughs> like, speeder chase. <laughs> but, like, very don't, don't, slow, like, don't spoil for oh. No, we're not telling this. No, 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 no. Not it's just, it's just one moment. It's just one moment okay, where you're yeah. just like, what, like, for some reason, the, like, I don't know what happened. I felt like all the writers went to go use the restroom and one person was like, I'm just gonna add this in there. They're not gonna say shit or anything. It's fucking good. And then they came back and they just forgot. They didn't like proofread it or anything. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's funny. It's really I haven't bad. finished a lot of things because I don't watch stuff I'm not enjoying. And then that's weird. Uh, how come I the rest it. of the internet doesn't do that, Bronze? That's such a strange. I don't know. People <laughs> act like on this show that like I'm a hater, and I'm like, no. The only reason I continued watching it because we had. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah. Otherwise, if I right. dislike the show this much, I would just stop because I'm, I'm not on that hater shit. I'll go watch yeah. something I like. Yeah. You know, I was watching a show. I'm trying to remember what show I was watching. I was like, nah, girl. And I ended up just watching Lincoln Lawyer because JP recommended it. Let's and go. I binge watched that in like two days. Super and I was like, bingeable. This is, very this is bingeable. really, this is very, this is a very likable fucking show. And there's no more. Yeah. I don't know why I binged it. Yeah. But. Just one last time, a reminder to everyone watching right now. If you want to read some of the best Star Wars comic you've ever read, Dr. Afra, so good. Evil Indiana Jones. I'm just going to put it out there. 
Evil Indiana Jones works for Darth Vader, is pretty okay with being murdered by Darth Vader, has her own comic, two evil yeah. droids that are like evil R2-D2 and C-3PO that want to kill every right. human that ever exists. Nice. It is so funny and so good, I must I'm say. I'm working on a Dr. Aphra cosplay knowing full and well most people, unless I go to Star Wars Con, will not know who I'm dressed as. I will know who that is, and I am so sorry that I will be like a little oogly. My bad, my bad. But I'm letting you know in advance. Now I just need someone to dress up as Christanton or whatever his name is, Black Christanton, the Wookie, the oh murder Wookie. Wait, just this put me in like the little bad... droid body. Doctor Aphra's a bad person. She looks so like not bad. Doctor Aphra is a bad like Doctor Aphra is an like anti-hero. That's yeah. what oh, I like yeah, about she's her. Definitely, unless, I think this is you have like a minority woman in a role. They're like they have to be perfect and infallible. We can't we can't write them the way we write everyone else because there are token diversity. And with Doctor Aphra, they're like, nah, man, we're gonna make a dope ass character who just happens to be a woman of color. She looks cool. And I was like, she's very cool. Work? She is, she is like the she is. If you can imagine. If Han Solo had no redeemable qualities and was also an archaeologist, <laughs> like that's oh. pretty much, it's like evil Indiana Jones. She's so good. Apparently, she's getting the I show. I got mad when the show got announced because it was one of those books that like was really easy for me to get. Now I've added it to my subscription box, but before that, I would just go in the comic book store and pick them up. Now I have fucking like, like I have gaps in my collection because out of nowhere that comic took off. And I don't know, like, how that happened. So I have the graphic novel and the singles, but I'm like, the first 20 are in perfect alphabetical order, and then it just jumps around, and I'm like, I can't believe I, these are going to be there impossible is, to find now. <laughs> there is a scene where, like, some dude is just like, wait, you work for Darth Vader? And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good, because it's just like, she's like, one bad day and I'm dead. But, like, here, I'm stuck. What do you want me to do? It's so, it's, oh, like, so get, much fun. They're going to reportedly get Chloe Bennett to play her. That was Quake in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was good. She looks like her, too. I mean, I guess that could work. I guess I could see that. Yeah. I don't know if that's who I would cast, but I, like, I can see it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I would cast her, either. She was fine. I, I don't know anything about the character, but as an actress, she was fine as Quake. She was cool. She also dated one of the Paul brothers, though, I think. So Chloe, Chloe, she does look <laughs> like her. I will say yes. that, but I don't know. I don't know that she has a, that's what, a screen presence. She might not. Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out if she can. Like again, you know who would make a great, attitude. Uh, a, a great freaking Afra. Um, um, what's her first name? Mid Thunder from Prey and from uh, oh. our favorite. Yo, one hundred percent. She can fucking do it. I'm telling you. Yeah. They need to ditch Chloe and and do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was reported recently or if that's years old or what. But yeah, it, it could work. Cat, let work. me know. I forgot. That would be first very name. cool. I think she'd be fantastic. Uh, as that she killed it in is Legion. It Amber? We, I think it is Amber. Yeah, she in Legion. She does play that like very cool, like murderous kind of character that exits that no. dude's body and then yeah. and then like in Prey, she fucking killed it too. I think like. She could, she could definitely do Afro. I really do think she could do Afro. I feel like the Afro casting is like it's the characters around Afro that I'm worried about. Like you can make evil droids awful, like really <laughs> bad. On like I don't want another. Like, 
there's a difference between R2 and, and 3PO of the original trilogy and then of like in Clone Wars, like, oh no, R2, there's clones everywhere. Oh, like that shit sucked. <laughs> So like the, and like R two flies away like boop, 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 and they're like a factory doing like a shtick like no nah, that's garbage. So you can you want like, I mean like there's there's a good there's a yeah. good way of doing like oh these are bad like I, okay bad Darren DePaul in uh, Knights of the Old Republic yeah like they're the... like HK forty seven like that type. <laughs> That is 100%. They should just have Darren DePaul do it. Just have Darren DePaul do the do the droids. Great. And they'll Done. Be great. Easy. Could Would work. be amazing. Yeah, the whole goof is they're just like like they they murder for the sake of like the comedy of murder, which is insane, but it's hilarious. When you read what they're doing, you're like I can't believe they just like <laughs> killed those people, but the way they did it was so funny. And it's like messed <laughs> up. It's messed up. And I, if they could I feel like that's that, a good show. This feels like I'm, you're selling me on this, that it's a good TV show. Yeah, and then you have this giant I don't know if it'll movie. be a good TV show, but it's well, a good it has, comic. It has the makings of a fun media it's, Yeah, it's a fantastic comic. Read. And yeah. there's a few short stories with her as well that are equally good where she just, like, messes with the Empire and also messes with the Rebellion. And she, like, messes. She doesn't give a shit, and I love her for it. Again, like, if Han Solo go. was... Full on Han Solo. It's mwah, she's perfect. Yeah, perfect. I love her. I'll check it out. I didn't know her about her till uh, you guys mentioned her. So, Doctor Afro, uh, did either of you watch the the Game of Thrones stuff yet? The what? The Game of Thrones stuff. Are you waiting on that? Oh, I, uh, I I'm waiting. Everyone said to check okay. it out, but I'm gonna. I'm episode a hard two was last night. Here's what I'll say about episode two. Is real fucking disgusting when it comes to the fact that they have like a 60 year old king courting a 12 year old girl on screen <laughs> and you're like well he's not like doing it while approving of it he's like also disgusted at the same time and so I'm you're out. just like i'm out jp what the JP, fuck is question, going on is it more or less disgusting when the older woman was seducing the younger boy in original game of thrones well, I'm trying to. Th I don't remember that moment. What moment was this? When she like when uh uh uh, what's her face? My brain just died. Um, when Joffrey dies, she's like, "Well, I got to get on with Tommen." Oh, and then she goes, right. and he's like a kid, dude. It's like, about the same. You know, it's about the same. I, I imagine it's, it's, it's because Marjorie, the, yeah, Marjorie yeah, Tyrell, the, yeah. The king needs a wife at that point too, because he doesn't have an heir, and so like someone. Sure says why don't you why don't you wife my 12 year old daughter and you're in they it's just fucking yeah that oh, sounds game i mean that sounds like game of thrones it's just it's fucking a big yikes just be doing weird shit it's i that. mean that shit, also, look here's the thing that shit happened it happened in, i mean that was a real deal in medieval times like, yeah fucking but disgusting. do i want to watch it uh yes because there is probably in this in episode two probably the coolest cinematography shot i think in the entirety of game of thrones occurs it's it's a okay. fucking shot where you're I'll just like Ooh. i think i just have like really mixed feelings about you know song of ice and fire because like sure when you go back to fantasy you have the opportunity to like not do some stuff like pedophilia and shit like that you know and they rape change and slavery. 
in Game of Thrones, they changed the ages of a lot of people because of that reason. Yeah, like it's fucking reading because I have my main context, like I was saying, because I only watched up to I think like season three of the show, but I've read the books. Is like, man, it's for those of you who haven't, I don't know if I could recommend them. They're great, but like there are just like chapters of like Daenerys essentially, to in my opinion, being coerced into sex with Drago or Drago, whatever his name. Oh yeah, is. she's thirteen in the books, and he's thirty. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's fucking it's uncomfortable, terrible. and then like pages of describing her brother like tweaking her nipples and shit like that and reading it like i was like is george r, r. martin okay because <laughs> like you wrote that you sat down and wrote yeah. <laughs> you know viserys grabs uh daenerys breast oh, partially God. feels it through her thin shirt and i was like why are you writing he does a have a thing for like extra long like, descriptors he loves he to spend like 45 minutes on a table the leather jerkin she wears when she's riding with um what are people called? yeah what are what are his what is his group called the call or no the, the uh, or whatever it is uh, yeah when she's riding with them she wears their leather armor yeah and he literally describes it chafing her nipples dothraki thank you and i was oh, like yeah, dothraki. i was like are you okay like do you need to go beat <laughs> off before you continue writing this like who the fuck is sitting there like oh gosh because remember, it's told from the point of view of the character. Oh gosh, this leather armor is really chafing my nipples. But like, none of the male characters are like, "Oh gosh, this armor is really rubbing against my balls, really pinching my balls right now." But the female characters will have lines like that, and I'm like, "Why yeah, are bronze, we talking bronze, about medieval times nipples? were different?" <laughs> yeah, bronze. Come on, you got to come on. It was a different time. It was a different time. Much. You know, I don't. Like she's twelve. I don't want to know what her nipples are like. <laughs> I don't want to know There's how it's time bronze. Her clothing is. Yeah. I don't know. Let, time is, all, Let me know if I'm tripping. It's like a hundred years ago, I, man. I you know? love like sci-fi fantasy. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I, I like I've been trying to make my way through time. I love Name of the Wind. I feel like I have to give my credentials now. But like there's <laughs> chapters in Song of Ice and Fire where I'm like they, it says Daenerys at the top of the page because it always tells you which character you're reading from the point of view of. And I think it was like book three. I was like, well, time to watch or time to read eight pages of the Dothraki raping everybody for yeah. like eight pages. And then we'll cut back to Jon Snow. I probably, you know? Yeah. And there were times I was so tempted to just like skip the chapter where I was like, this is just going to be uh, Daenerys being like, maybe rape is bad. And then being like, no, this is our way. And I'm just like, do we need we get it they rape how many chapters do we need of women running through the streets naked while the warriors pull, he describes all of it while the warriors grab her pull her down and women being raped by dogs and shit or it's it's crazy it's crazy and you're just like That's okay george, you know get it we get it george and he's like away new chapter we gotta talk about the rape again and i'm like oh my fucking god dude <laughs> i get it that's old George, you know. Book form. But we, but it's we, worse than book we've come form a long way in society, though. That was like a hundred years ago, right, JP? Yeah, it was a hundred years ago, Bronze. Like it wasn't. Oh, it was a long time ago. <laughs> you know? I love that you broke out. That was like a hundred years ago. <laughs> when did JP say that? <laughs> when you were told off, he was like, yeah. he was like, that was a long time ago. I'm like, yeah, that was like a. While. And he's like, JP's like, that was a hundred years ago. <laughs> Yeah. It was so yeah. good. 
Old George. Oh, he's crazy. <laughs> he writes more books. Anyways, uh, episode two was good, apart from the like weird thing of like, yeah, marry my twelve year old daughter. Um, great. It's fucking great. I'm more excited for Rings of Power, even though people are in some hate. I'm excited about as fuck it. for that show. Yeah, the dude. Show looks insane. Yeah, like, I, they, they spent a billion they spent dollars a on that billion show. Billion dollars on that show. If that bro. show isn't amazing after a billion. I'm gonna be so like a billion dollars. Hey, Come on. I'm gonna be chilling in my Gandalf attire on Friday, watching that. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna. We've I am I'm gonna be co streaming it, but I have to do a hashtag ad because I am partnering with Amazon for Amazon Gaming Week. Ooh, so oh yeah, nice. sponsored co stream of it. I had but to, I had I to also turn that down say, I'm taking time off and I I'm hate you for that. Very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I fucking love are you brilliant. Are they giving you front page? Um no. Okay. I don't think I was I'm gonna say that would be yeah. kinda bad if they were like you'd have to deal with a massive amount of i don't want to i don't want to i don't yeah, want to deal yeah, yeah. with it yeah, yeah, they yeah. offered it i would say no yeah like i want to hang out with like my homies and watch this cool show i do not want to yeah. deal with people being like wokeism at it like oh, <laughs> shut, up. No, shut the fuck up shut the fuck up who cares they put out oh, no, a, uh, dwarf without a beard shut the fuck up i haven't watched it yet they put out a uh uh thing about cosmic doom or whatever the dwarf shit today mm-hmm. apparently it's really good we're getting into the lore that I like. Yeah, they mentioned the know? fucking how the dwarves are made. They mentioned the goddamn gods. Yeah. yeah. When people sit wanna... there and say, oh, well, Lord of the Rings is too, like, foo-foo, mm, and, you know, Game of Thrones is more gritty. I'm like, have you read Children of Hurin? Like, there's there's a lot there that's not all. Uh, like, Elrond has to send his wife to across the ocean early because she's tortured and broken by Morgoth. Like yeah. she can no longer remain in Middle Earth. And you're going to tell me it's too light. It's just too. Because I hear that from people all the time. Like, well, Game of Thrones is so gritty. And I'm like, okay, just say you don't read books. It's fine. Like, but don't <laughs> say that Lord of the Rings doesn't have amazing is... and bloody battles in it because it does. My assumption is this I, I don't, I have, I've been keeping like, away from things for yeah. this because i don't want to get too spoiled okay. my assumption is this is going to be post morgoth defeat end of first age into second age yes i think that's roughly that what this the show is yeah and they're forging yeah. the rings yeah which yeah. is fine by me because that's cool it's a cool point in history right? lot, like we lot did of it. Evil. Evil. A lot of galadriel evil is fighting. defeated yeah i do think at one point they're going to do the war for the silmarils like okay. I, I do think at some point there's gonna be like that that storyline. I think it would be cool because some of those characters were cut from the original trilogy movies. Um all like Bombadil. Bombadil. <laughs> Bombadil. We, we all we need an entire season called I watched Bombadil. We did the the watch party for all six films over the weekend and the entire time I was just like, what if they put Bombadil in this? You know, <laughs> if he just did. what? I if was though, thinking dude? of but it's okay. We could say Bombadil. Or Bombadil. Or Bombadil. Bombadil's just, I just want Bombadil walking around. Man on a, is he screen. a god? Is he the creator of the universe? Question. He was Isn't around, he apparently. Character? I, be, I thought he was a self. I, I believe he is That's a, Tolkien's a self insert character. Yeah, it's yeah. a theory. Like it's the writer. Yeah, and that's right. why he's like so. ring has no effect on him, and he's like you know. Yeah, but also, is he God? <laughs> Could be. Know, <laughs> Could be. Is he God? 
Yeah. If you rearrange the letters in Tom Bombadil, you will see that. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Asir? You never know. You never know. Put it out there. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think if there's any other media that I've we need to discuss. Look, I'm on that West Wing rewatch. You know, it's now the seventh <laughs> rewatch. We can talk about it if you guys want. It's good. I'm on an Arrested Development rewatch. I've never seen that show, and I know that's heresy, but I've I just can't vibe with like that show and like I Always am. Sunny. Like for whatever reason, I just shy away from watching them. I don't know why. There's something yeah. about like the first two seasons especially of Arrested Development that I love. And then same with Parks and Rec. I feel like I rewatched never, Yeah, never watched that. Never watched The Office. I just, I couldn't. It's crazy that you haven't seen Parks and Rec because Aaron I know all the references. Oh, she is yeah, Leslie Nope. She'll tell you. Of Leslie Nope. She'll tell you that she's so, like, Leslie Nope. Yeah, she loves that reference. Surprising to me, like, you know, <laughs> you haven't seen it. Because I'm like, but you married Leslie Nope. So. Yeah. She's, she reminds me of that of all time. Yeah. Sandman's good. I still haven't seen the two extra episodes, but that show's good. Dude, Sandman is super good. Yeah. Sandman so reminds us. I had I got this in-depth conversation about Sandman last night. Sandman reminds us what is so like just freaking unbeatable about uh the comic book pacing. Cause you have to finish off the last plot hook, further character development. And leave a hook to the next comic with the assumption that the reader is potentially not going to get the next comic for a month. Yeah. Right? Because most of these are monthly comics. And because they modeled the show completely off of, like, the pacing of the comics, we get to see in real time why that fucking works. Like, because mm -hmm. they resolve things so quickly. He doesn't spend the entire first season getting yeah. his shit back. So that would have sucked to watch. Right. Things are resolved because the it runs off of the comic pacing which is okay we have to move this story forward resolve the last thread we started and create the beginnings of the next thread and because of that you get a show with brilliant pacing i don't think it would work for every comic but i think like that was my disconnect with the walking dead tv show versus the walking dead comic where i was like the, the pacing somewhere along the line got fucked up and they couldn't like, you know, because the comics are much better than the show. I know people are going to be like, oh, no, that show sucks. It's, the comics I, are actually I, pretty. Yeah. There is an interview that I just watched recently where Neil Gaiman is talking about how they had some guy, I guess, try to pitch to them a movie of Sandman. And he's back, like, it yeah. was the worst script I ever read. It was terrible. And when they called me, they're like, so did you read the script? And he's like, yes. And they're like, what'd you think? Pretty good, honey. He's like, it was the worst thing I've ever read. And he describes a part of it. And I had to look this up because it's this insane to me. It is. The, it's First off, at one point, they fight robot spiders, which is hilarious. But the plot is that it is, um, yeah, he says it had giant mechanical spiders in it. But he says, um, Lucifer, Morpheus, and the Corinthian were identical triplets. They were a family of identical brothers in a race to see who could get the ruby, the helm, and the bag of sand before midnight on 1999. <laughs> that is a crazy plot. That is insane. That's, that sounds that like uh... that's what happens when you try to distill eight hours of content into 90 minutes of movie. Yeah. That sounds like a mid 90s pitch right there. Like the guy just watched the fucking crow and he's like, I've got a film idea. <laughs> And, and he said he said that writing. the reason what? why it leaked wow, wow, on any cool news. There you go. He said the reason why the script leaked is because he leaked it because it was so bad. 
Oh. Makes sense. Which is amazing. That's so I can't believe <clears throat> someone pitched to him. I've taken all your characters, made them all triplets, played by the same <laughs> character, I would imagine, and they all race against each other on like New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. I kinda wanna the, see like, that I kinda wanna see that movie. I kinda wanna see all that. No! No. Look, I'm not saying you call it the Sandman. Call it like JP wants to see this movie. <laughs> and then the let me just the see thing, that movie. The thing that's crazy to me is I wonder, I don't know if any of you, there was an old, old, at this point it's old, episode of How Did This Get Made? Where they talk with Kevin Smith about um, the, well, they're, talk, they're talking, I think they're talking, he's on, they're talking about, I think it's the X-Man movie where Adam, I actually no, it's Wild Wild West. Yes, in Wild Wild West, there's that giant mechanical spider. Yeah, and Kevin Smith tells the story about how there's some producer in Hollywood who his whole thing was he wanted to get a giant mechanical spider into shit, and he was terrible at like pitching movie ideas. Like one of the ideas he has is then the X Men movie Wolverine and Sabretooth would be snowboarding down a mountain fighting. <laughs> and he was like, it was, this guy was terrible. And one of his things was he always wanted to try and fit robot spiders into shit. And he finally got one made in Wild Wild West. And that's where it came from. And so I wonder if this was the same guy. Could have been. Because a robot spider in Sandman makes no sense to me. <laughs> it makes sense in Wild Wild yeah, West. Though. This has to be this dude. Amazing. What if Wild Amazing. Wild West is He kept pitching good. robot spiders. I love this <clears throat> stupid ass town. I can't believe this guy got away for years being like, all right, but what if we put robot spiders in it? <laughs> it's I... the same guy. It's always You John wanted Peters. a giant robot spider in Superman 2. Shut up. That was his <laughs> thing. Robot spiders. I can't believe it. Chad is saying it is the same producer. It's John Peters. Is this, this person sounds like a Key and Peele character. He was apparently Streisand's hairdresser turned producer. This gets even more interesting. As I, I don't know if Chas just like feeding oh me bullshit God. or if this is real, but I'm I'm on. Board. This man is a cryptid, is what I'm hearing. <clears throat> he's into crypto. What? A cryptid. He's a cryptid. Like he's oh. not real. Oh, okay. He's just everyone a myth. Is, everyone in Chas confirmed is John Chad. Peters. That's so funny that he is like known as the robot spider guy. <laughs> and he, I mean, the man got it. He finally got what he wanted. <laughs> They made a whole movie where the villain had a giant robot spider in the end. I mean, like, he got it. He got there. Lived the dream. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, Jesse, anything you want to bring up that you've been watching? <clears throat> no, man. I'm good. All right. We can I'm close good. out the show. We can close out yeah. the show. We can't do our big fucking bet anymore, man. We, like, hyped that up last episode, and then She-Hulk, just, they just put it out there. It was just. Yeah, man, and fucking they open. did it. They did what they they did it, and I'm so proud they did. <clears throat> did you guys get a Plus billion it. tweets on uh, Thursday morning that that had happened? I got so many tweets. I was like, yeah. no, I saw it. Oh, I saw. I didn't watch it till last night because I was so upset that like so many people. I was like, I'm not gonna watch this until I'm ready. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop asking me if I've seen it. There's so loved it. I was so pleased. So many people. The thing is, so many people. I think. We're just happy someone said something, even if it was a, like sure, in yeah. the corner of a screen. Yeah. yeah. That went. All right. Let's do some shout outs and call it a show for like two, maybe four weeks. Something like that. I don't know when we're going to be back. I'll let you guys know. Let's do some shout outs. Bronze, what do you got going on? 
for the month of September. Get it out there. What's happening? Oh, yeah. We're not coming back for a while. Yeah. Hi. Hello. I guess I'll miss you guys. Oh. You know, the month of September. Um, but, yeah, we're partnering with Amazon Gaming Week. And we're going to be watching the first two episodes of Rings of Power on stream. Very excited for that. Um, what else am I up to? Uh, oh, my Kickstarter for an upcoming full South Asian casted D&D actual play is live. Well, no, it's in the pre-save phase it's called DesiQuest, D-E-S-I-Q-U-E-S-T. I'm partnering with Sandeep Barik. You might know him from Legend of Neil and the Guild and Anjali Bhimani and Rekha Shankar. And we're making like a really high quality shot in studio, six part or maybe more actual play series. Um, so check that out. You don't even need to give us money yet. You can just pre-save it. And yeah, that's it. I'm going to be streaming on my normal-ish schedule. So prepare to see me around. I'm going to try to beat Cult of the Lamb probably tonight or tomorrow. Nice. That's it. Nice. Jesse, what do you got going on? Well, um, I probably shouldn't complain about Amazon so much when I realized that uh, I probably could have been watching <laughs> lord of the rings getting paid for it but like whatever it's yeah, fine. I, it's fine i turned that down for vacation <laughs> it's fine well at I least you got the option i should have given me, I'm over here the... like jeff bezos is a piece of garbage they wanted me like, to... i wonder why they don't contact me they wanted me to cook as well though and i was like i don't want to fucking cook <laughs> well, they don't they don't even ask so yeah. anyway uh hey if you want to um be a big final fantasy 14 nerd i just released a video today that's all theory crafting i get to do that now Nice. Very excited about that. Huge fan. Welcome to the fandom. Um, I know. It's, it's great. And uh, yeah, we're going to have the usual news stuff and uh, some streams this week. I too need to finish every game. Uh, but Call of the Lamb is one of the games I started and it was a ton of fun and I probably should get on finishing that. And uh, yeah, look, I got a lot of stuff to do and not a lot of time to do it. So come hang out with me while I try to figure out my life. Boom. I, I don't want to. I'm not following that. I'm not following that. Actually, I'm done. I'm not going to follow. <laughs> but like you're in charge. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, but you, you can do the smooth move. It, it Look, JP, a, can I help it you out a here? Good, what's the transition out of as you figuring out your life? What, let, let's hear. I'm going to give I'm going to give you the win. OK, well, bronze and I are talking about us. You say. And also, instead of giving a shout out to myself today, I want to give a shout out to the fans. Thanks for watching. Thanks for showing up every Monday. You're the reason we get to do That's this. That's how you win. That's how you That's win. That's how you win. Every time. That's a victory. But then put you here. Put your face here. I got you. Yeah, I got put you. Put yourself there. Yeah. And then lip Shout out to the fans. I just want to say thank you for watching and tuning in every Monday to this amazing show. Sure. We're going to be off for a little bit because I need to take some time for myself. I have a severe drug problem and the gout. <laughs> And it turns out that that has led to massive erectile dysfunction. And I need to take three or so weeks to really sort myself out. And I hope that when I come back, we'll be ready to talk about Marvel again. And I'm really excited because then we'll have so much She-Hulk to discuss with you, our amazing audience. And me with my giant but unusable penis. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple weeks. 
Uh, I don't know. We might not after that. We might just be canceled. <laughs> Sorry for my giant glass of Tinor. Guys, we gotta go. Jesse's I mean, weird flex, canceled. but okay, JP. Like whatever. I mean, like all right. Oh God. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. You can follow us on Twitter. We'll let you know ahead of time when we're gonna be back. I would say no time before maybe the 19th, but maybe also the 26th, but mm. maybe also the third, somewhere in there. One of those Mondays. We'll see. Hey, <laughs> take as much time days. as you need, you know, yeah. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I know dude. you tweeted that you were apprehensive about taking time off, but I bet as soon oh, yeah, as you get into that group, you're going to feel like, <sighs> or it's going to be the opposite, you know? Or it's gonna no, be like, no, no, no. <laughs> Shut it all down. Shut it down. Don't even think about streaming. Just have a good we'll time. We'll Your see. audience will be here when you get back. And if they're not, I can just steal y'all. Because that, yeah, it's because that. There you go. You're too I don't have any. Open I have like ten your... people, but you can take them. I give them. <laughs> yeah, like, the lamp style. Yeah. If you want to yeah. just, I'll just send people your way. You know, I got, I got you. I can help the little guy out. Don't Great. worry. Fantastic. <laughs> Jesse, it's not a little guy. We we've been through that. It's, <laughs> we just we went through that like five minutes ago. I see. You thought I was referring to your ding dong. <laughs> What's giant and doesn't work? The man in the ocean. The Hulk. I don't know. The man in the ocean. Does the Hulk have a job? Maybe. Look, it's not about the size. It's about the motion of the man in the ocean. Okay. Correct. All right. Correct. And just because he was very big doesn't matter. Maybe. Is this where you want me to end the show? I was waiting for you to cut the show. Yeah. <laughs>